What's up, everybody? Non-canon file. I was like, what episode is it? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Non-canon file. 2019 Banter Awards. I am one of your six co-hosts today, Tanner. And with me, as per usual, are... It's Pleasantly Pat. Uh, super, super tiny feet. Cole, my feet are so tiny. Please don't look at them. You better watch out. Wenzel, little chicken Wilkie. It is. Comita Cody. Stop looking at my feet. I can see it. <laughs> That's this wow. is a shit. Your feet are tiny. God. Well, what are those? Like a size seven? <laughs> uh, and today we are doing our 2019 Banter Awards. It's our uh, the second annual Banter Awards, actually. So uh, this is where we go through. There's no arguing here. We just kind of talk about uh, some of our favorite things throughout the year that maybe don't fit into some of the other categories, or talk about things that do fit into some of the other categories but don't fit in. The way we're talking about them. Uh, and our categories are as follows. We have added some new categories this year. Uh, there's 2019's Best Old Thing. 2019 Made Us Emotional. 2019's 2020's Most Anticipated Thing. Best Anime Moments of the Year. Food of the Year. Show of the Year. Lad's Choice. And a favorite uh, AYCH episode of 2019. I think we can all do with a little bit of back patting at the end. Even though I didn't add the category. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> So, I guess, yeah, I guess we're just going to go in order uh, from category, go thing by thing, uh, and just and just talk about some of our favorite things this year. Sure. But we can still argue, right? I mean, I guess. Oh, yeah. Hey, I like it better than you do. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to dogpile on probably Tanner. I'm just going to beat the shit out of Tanner. How are you going to do that, tiny feet? Um, You know, my feet are tiny, but I can beat you with my 10-inch hands. <laughs> uh, I don't like Colts. Anatomical bit. Spoiler for Food of the Year. Somebody put White Claw. We are having an internal investigation. Nobody knows who put it. We are investigating. Because, of, like, two of us. Two of us definitely. It was Cody. I think it might have been me. Two of us definitely did remember. not put it in here. Two of us. And I mean Colt and me. We're the good boys. Yeah, that's debatable. Oh, fuck you, Pat. <laughs> Get HR up here right now. Remember when I said no arguing? I am the... Was that HR? <laughs> yes. Uh, so I'll I'll start because the first thing uh, for 2019's best old thing I put. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to... <laughs> had a cough. That was not a cough. Do you not? Do you guys have those moments? I'm eating burgers, by the way. He's no, he's eating. He's not even eating a burger at this point. He's eating like a fucking salad. He's eat, no, he's eating a meatloaf. You know what he was doing? <laughs> he was rubbing his knife on the burger and licking the knife like a freak. I'm horny. What do you expect? <laughs> um, y'all go ahead. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh yeah. Whenever you do, you ever have those moments when you get nervous and then you go to cough and it's actually you gagging and th- almost throwing up. Yeah. No, that happened to me yesterday. That didn't happen to me, but okay. <laughs> I was like, is that what happened to you just now with? Are you nervous to be on? This is Wenzel's first podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the first thing I put was Tetris. And this stems from... Oh, I'm sorry. I don't care. <laughs> Tetris 99 came out this year. I've played a lot of fucking Tetris this year. Uh, I've also... There's like a free game you like play on your browser. I've played a lot of that uh, at school and work as well. And... I never really, I got Tetris, but I was never really interested in Tetris prior to this year. And man, it's like the most relaxing thing ever. Like, I bet. Like, after, like, like a long day, like, I'd go home. And the fact that it's on my Switch is just phenomenal. And I would just go home, sit down, play some Tetris, either, you know, on my computer or on my Switch. Uh, And then Colt let me play Tetris Effect 
uh, one time and I had an emotional reaction, which I did not expect because it's just a bunch of bright lights and pretty colors. Dolphins. And dolphins and really good music. And uh, I still haven't uh, got Tetris Maximus yet after like 100 hours in the game. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I just I just wanted to give a, a moment to reflect that Tetris is uh, really fucking cool. That's cool. Yeah, that sounds like you had fun. I love Tetris. Did not realize we were putting things on this uh, on this uh, thing. I thought we were adding banter award categories and not actually putting things on this list. You know, Did, Cody, what? I've I've accepted the fact that you can't read. Yeah. Uh, also, we saw Star Wars at seven oh five. I I is there seven of us? I need. I told Colt this, and now I think like you know what this is even a bit. I need I need to carry with me at all times. Banana and mashed potatoes to throw at people. Oh, yeah. You spray balls. Just bananas and mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Just spray it at them. Oh, no, no. I'd spray, like, mashed potatoes in a bag, banana in my pocket. Mm. I need one of those bags to be cloth where, like, there's tiny holes that you could swing around and it, like, goes all over the place. Well, like, I want, because this is a good moment where I would pull out the bag, get the mashed potatoes, and throw it at Cody. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I don't even know what bit they're talking about. This, this isn't a bit. This isn't a bit. <laughs> this isn't a bit. I think like, we just want mashed potatoes. No. I want mashed potatoes to, to throw. throw. To throw. Thank you. Uh, Pat, I think the next thing on your Some list. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't uh, we all? The dicks? I think they are. My, my ass can't read. <laughs> no, I can't see. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pat just realized he's blind. <laughs> uh, it was a long night last night. But the next two uh, points are mine. Two things I, I kind of came into this year that, that I didn't expect to was uh, one was uh, the Marvel property Ghost Rider. It all stems from last two years. I, I was a character I talked about last year called Cosmic Ghostwater, which is like a another interpretation of Marvel's uh, Hellspawn uh, motorcycle riding character. But Cosmic Ghostwater is like the space bearing, and it's like if you haven't had a chance to read it, I recommend it because it's just batshit insane, and it's so much fun to read. But then I started actually looking into the regular Ghostwriter character. It's like, oh wow, he's this really silly, like. I don't know, like this antique of like this era of comics that's not really around anymore. So like it's, it's like this weird sort of like ironic thing, and now it's like a genuine appreciation for how strange he is. Wenzel's trying to stab me with imagination. I thought he was kneading like a cat for some reason. I am kneading, but I'm also telling you to push it closer to the mic. Oh, I was, I saw it out of the corner of my eye. Wenzel's just doing like this. I'm like, what is he doing? Yeah, he's trying to. Get me off my game. <laughs> yeah, I like to need. And the and the other one is uh, my sister turned me on to this one. It's a it's a drag queen, Trixie Mattel. They're on YouTube and they and they uh, they're a musician too, and they're super funny. And I and I love their um their 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 music. It's it's like this folksy country music style, and uh, I really enjoy her her music. And she has this sort of style about her drag that's like very reminiscent of like Barbie dolls and like old. Uh, plastic dolls. That she has like this really like harsh, almost I don't know, unnatural appearance whenever she does drag. But it's it's a nice aesthetic, and she take and her music takes a lot of cues from like Dolly Parton, other sort of like big personalities in country music. And uh, actually, her album uh, uh, One Stone came out last year. It's actually my favorite album this year. Cause I, I listened to it like crazy this year, and, and it's it's a great. It it has like. Because she's known for comedy, but her songs are actually like very like poignant and uh, emotional, and and you know, just 
very nice to listen to. So those are like two of my favorite things I sort of discovered this year. Oh, that's cool. That's cool, Pat. Uh, I was going to say about Cosmic Ghost Rider, though. Um, I, I saw one panel. I'm not going to say uh, what it what is. I saw one panel from it. Absolutely batshit crazy. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, it's, like, it's a fight scene. Yeah. At fucking insane. Like, I was like, what the fuck? It, it, it's it, like the Cosmic Ghost Rider is an, an absolute trip to read. Even, I, even if you're not big in the Marvel, it's still just an experience to read. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely like a, a solo thing uh, you could definitely pick up. Um, I, I, I love the design of uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider. He looks so sick. He looks badass. Yeah. I even have one of Pat's art pieces on my wall of Cosmic Ghost Rider. Which, which I'm like, man, you lucky bitch. But we have a friend with a Cosmic Ghost Rider tattoo that looks really fucking yeah, cool. Yeah. I, and like, I'm I'm not <coughs> huge into reading comics at all or anything. Uh, okay, bully. And us. Like, <laughs> yeah, I fucking hate comics. Yeah. And like, but the, the excitement that like Patrick and just other people in our friend group have had about Cosmic Ghost Rider actually got me Makes to pick me up. want to actually yeah. read it. Well, yeah. And like, I picked it up. And like, mm-hmm. no, it's. Everybody read Cosmic Ghost. Yeah, he picked good. it up, but he did not read. <laughs> I, I looked at it. <laughs> I don't know if you know this about Tanner, but he picks, he buys media, and then never. Do, That's <laughs> false, unless they're very cheap games. <laughs> Let yeah. me tell you all about Anthem. How <laughs> many? Okay, right now on your shelf, how about how many games do you have? Sixty, probably. On that shelf, how many have you played more than an hour? Probably most of them. I usually give a game like two or three hours. But Probably. how many of those games are Death Stranding? <laughs> One. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Actually, technically, Death Stranding is on my desk and not oh, on my count, uh, not on my shelf. Specificity <laughs> is key, Wenzel. Loophole. <laughs> um, but yeah, comics are cool. Comics are cool, I guess. Uh, one of the things this year that I decided to get into, like I've always heard good things about it. But I, I've never really thought about getting into it until this year. I bought Ace Attorney when it was on sale for like $17. It was the trilogy remastered version or the re-release for a console that was on the originally on the DS. Games are really, really fun. Uh, it's like a visual novel, which I don't know if you guys know about Ace Attorney. If you don't, it's a visual novel where you try to solve cases... As an attorney, and it is wacky, some fun, and just really cool. I, I wish that they would release the uh, 3DS games already, because they are super, super fun. And Ace Attorney is a very like, it's a very anime series. It's like all these, yeah, all these like very vibrant, flamboyant characters. And Phoenix Wright is like he's the main antagonist of, the, excuse me, main protagonist of the, of the first series, and he has this you know anime hair. And like he's and he has like a psychic medium as his friend. Like he has a he has a rival that has like this this visor on his face of like it looks like Cyclops, and he's like it's, it's a very like outrageous series. Yeah, it's it's if you are into like a good fun wacky anime type story, I definitely give it a give it a go. I've been really wanting to play it. Yeah, it, it seems like something like everybody here would really like. It's I'm really not a, fun. I'm not into justice. <laughs> it makes courtroom drama interesting. Oh, I bet. Sorry, Law and Order. Yeah, because like, <laughs> there's points in it where you realize, wow, there are a lot of holes in what you just said, and you can like point them out to be like, well, you just said that, and they're like, oh, shit. And you can see them sweat, and then in the courtroom, they'll have their breaking moment where they <laughs> go from calm and like ready to... 
lie uh, and to have like, oh my god, what the fuck do you say to me, you stupid bitch? Shut up. <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking uh, you, you, when you caught him in a lie, like you just said your dick is hard, yet it doesn't look hard to me. Oh shit, my dick's just small. <laughs> they, they will do stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> there is no hard dick in Ace Attorney, as and then, far as I know. And then, and then he gets a pen, and he's as like, "As far as I know." <laughs> and then he gets a pen, and he's like, he starts poking it, and he's like, "Get out!" <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, I don't know where that bit came from. And also, my other thing on the here is Gundam again, because this year I probably delved more into the suits than anything. I started the year off watching a Narrative with Winds, and we went and saw Narrative in theaters fucking amazing movie if Crazy, yeah if you've seen if you haven't anyways if you've seen unicorn it was a wild ride because you get to see a, a familiar face at the end that i was really Woo! really happy to see yeah uh that, that was crazy and in the suit that he was in absolutely fantastic i haven't built it yet but it's known as the uh silver it's the silver bullet um, silver bullet suppressor. Suppressor there variant. Is another There's version. the original uh, silver bullet, but this is the suppressor version, which is way more badass. Uh, very cool. Yeah, it's the biggest, one of the biggest high grades, because it is not the biggest. Uh, yeah. Very cool. I got into my first real grade kit this year, which is basically master grade kits, but tiny, which I feel like they are harder than master grades to put Real together. grades? Oh, yeah. Real grade, yeah. It's in the name, real grade. It's basically the same thing. Like, there's no new additions. It's basically the same thing as a master grade. Yeah, I, I haven't I, built. This I, is over my fucking head. I haven't I'm built real grades. I, I wouldn't know. I just assumed, like, because it's real grade, that like you're probably gonna have, you're gonna be utilizing. Can y'all just do a fucking Gundam episode already? Uh, We've been asking you two to do it for years. Wipe me. Somebody wipe me. I, I, here's here's my thing. I, they have tried to convince me. To build one, to build like a model for, and they're not, I mean, some of them are like really expensive, but I mean, if you want to build like a very basic thing, it's like what, 15 bucks? 11, uh, maybe 11, 10, bucks. 11. And like, I really want to do it, but man, like, I, I'm, I don't know if I could sit and do it all in one sitting. It'd take two hours. I don't. I don't know if I could. It'd be a good stream. It, no, it would be. A, and like, I really enjoy watching uh, when when they did it. Their Gundam building streams, and like, it's because it's really just like relaxed and like kind of chilled out. But man, I I because I have just shaky hands. Mm. I'd be nervous the whole fuck. I would like sweat my ass off. Oh no no! If you have shaky hands, you'll be fine. Um, just know every time I draw, I'm sweating because my hands are so shaky. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I'm sweaty and shaky all the time. <laughs> He's vibrating right now. <laughs> yeah. I need to get you, get you. Everybody's just really nervous right now. <laughs> uh, nah, we've been talking about bringing back, bringing back the stream. Just haven't. Because uh, yeah. I have so many kits I have not I was going to say, y'all both have a lot of yeah, kits. Yeah, I've got like 23 I haven't built right now. What the fuck? I have... Uh, I've been building at least one a month. I have like... Year. I have like... I want to say 10, maybe more that I haven't built. And fucking my dad is just being non-discreet. He was, he called me while I was, while I was taking a dump and he was like, I'm glad you put that (laughs) because it's, because it's, I had to tell the truth, Tanner. Uh, I was sitting there and I, and I get a phone call. I'm like, why the fuck? Who's calling me while I'm taking a dump? And I'm like, he's like, Hey, do you, I can't remember what names he said, but he's like, do you have such and such Gundam? I'm like, uh, no. And he's like, okay, do you have, you know, this one as well? I'm like, no. He's like, okay, thank you. That's all I need to know. Like, okay. I'm just imagining you, Dad. 
Hey, Wenzel, you're not taking a dump right now, are you? <laughs> yeah, I am, Dad. Yeah, who's calling me while I'm taking a shit? <laughs> oh, they should know. Oh, <laughs> but you should have known they were on FaceTime the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. God. I just love how you put that in. It's like, I can't believe it's in my head the because, audacity. Because I feel like, because for some reason, every time I tell the story, I'm like, I'm like I have to tell the truth. I just don't understand why you're like, I'm so pissed. I'm, do they not know I'm taking the shit right now? <laughs> it's more make it a point to wait till you're taking a shit to like talk to you. Ah, oh, see, but you're going to lose me as a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Wizzle, you, should, you should get that app that lets you... Uh, Drop geolocators where you'd ever take a dump. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. It's um, just all tags at his house. Back to Gundam, though. Uh, also, uh, this year, too, me, uh, every time, well, there's just one store down in Pensacola, rest in peace. It's called Bob's Hobby Shop. Uh, me, uh, because me, um, I was going to a Repticon that day and we were like do uh we asked colt me and my dad were like hey do you want to come with us to pensacola to go to this hobby shop because they do sell gunpla so we go down there and uh pretty f- like it, it, i don't know it's just remarkable when you have like you have hobby shops which there are very few that sell gunpla because a lot of them if you don't know don't because a lot of them are old men who don't don't get with the times don't uh, get with uh, the fucking only times world war Two tank it, well no it's like it's like most of the stuff is either cars military vehicles or ships and then they think that like oh well, we have to get into because a lot of kids are into rc cars so they get into rc and airplanes and stuff and it's like kids they, don't give a shit about rc they, they go, break it i mean yeah there's they get a lot of business for it but again like they still got a business so but um but s- sadly uh this is like a few weeks ago bob's hobby shop is closing after 65 years uh at oh, the that sucks agent yeah it does because that's the closest place well well i should say there's another place now that sells gunpla but it was the closest place that sells gunpla to us and it's closing after 65 years uh january 30th 31st um and yeah are y'all but, gonna try to go again before it yeah we're gonna we're gonna try um i don't know if you wanted to go i'll be down but uh, i gotta see it go away into the yeah. dust um but yeah and uh but no recently though and we we went there as a kind of like a little trip is uh in hoover there's a place called model box that just now started selling gunpla and they're getting more and they have a dog they have a cute little baby angel dog that wants to be pet it's a brown lab called toby I love Toby so And they have a much. sign that says Toby is on board. 2019 made us emotional. You Toby. can buy a merch. <laughs> yeah. They have merch for the dog. They have merch. Yeah, they that. Hey, that's smart. smart. <laughs> <laughs> they need a mascot. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And uh, he's so sweet. He's smart, too. Fuck. It's kind of <laughs> scary. Great customer service. He'll hand, he'll hand you a Gatorade bottle, and you have to give it back. Yeah, <laughs> height of intelligence. No, no, he actually smartest. No, he actually is really fucking smart. That's why he's there. But like, it's just so. But like, he specifically loves. He runs the store. He, actually. <laughs> no, we'll go in there and there's be nobody. It's just him. It's like, hello, Mr. Owner. Well, it kind of reminds me of that, that one little stand that uh, that it was like a clip in Japan of like this. It's just a little Inu dog runs it. Like he has a little open window where he sleeps, and then he goes to the window and say, "I want that," and he'll give it to you. That's I seen that, and that's man, man the, the wonders of technology. One <laughs> one more thing before we get off of Gundam. Gundam's turning forty years old. The big four zero, the midlife crisis. Maybe 
this I, year or next year, 2019 or 2020? Uh, this year. This year. It, it's already 40 at this point. Yeah. Uh, you missed it, Tanner. Yeah. Sorry. It. They had a cool event where they're redesigning the original mobile suit, the RX-78-2, and it's gotten a weird, round-ass body that I am super excited for. Uh, probably going to release in America next month, but still, very cool. They re-released, not re-released, they released a Master Grade Barbatos and... It's Did you say Barto? Barbatos. Barbatos. Okay. Or, you know, Barbados, bar- whatever. Barto. Yeah. And I absolutely love the Barbatos. It's probably one of my favorite mobile suits in all of Gundam. Yeah, and he has so many fucking Barbatos. It kind of makes me want to piss. Yeah, I just want Mr. Gundam release more uh, Iron Blooded Orphan suits. Also, release a season three. Or Please. anything else in that universe. Uh, they did uh, re-release that one that one series of Gundam that were like, they're kind of wacky. Um like Devil Gundam. Oh, uh, G yeah. Gundam? What? G Gundam? G Gundam. Okay, I couldn't remember. It, yeah, G Gundam. They released those kits too, which is really sick. And I was going to say, uh, I saw Penelope at uh, Barnes & Noble. And at first, I didn't really care about Penelope. But fuck, I want Penelope. Penelope's <laughs> sick as hell. I'm, it's like seventy four ninety nine. Okay, we're changing the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Gundam episode. This is what I've been caring about this year. No, no yeah, 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 yeah. What you guys should do is, since you have a horde of fucking fifty Gundams you haven't built, you should spare six of the or uh, no. five to hand over to us no. for us no. to build on no. stream. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm not, I would be very uncomfortable with building y'all stuff and fucking it up and be like. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I only built one model, and I was and I, I was kind of afraid that I janked it up myself because I got a model of the Thousand Sunny, the pirate ship mm-hmm. from One Piece, a couple years ago for Christmas, and it was fun to put together. But I felt like I didn't do it right, so like, it, not all the pieces went in. But it was still, it was still fun. That's good. Yeah, like I just saying, the cheapest kits like ten bucks, and they are really slick. The cheapest kits are really cool. They're all from uh, Gundam Wing. The Leo, the Sand Rock, well, the Sand Rock's a little more expensive. Uh, Death Army just yeah. came out. Very cheap, very simple to read instructions because they're meant for beginners. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, even if, the, like, they're in Japanese, but, like, there's a visual aid, so it doesn't matter. Um, and also, I was going to say RX-78, um, the one oh, I yeah. got you, that that was literally That was a bucks. perfect beginner one. That's usually what everybody gets, and it makes sense. Yeah, now I'm into it like a madman. Yeah. $4 billion in debt. <laughs> Somebody good at the economy, please help me. <laughs> I spent $2,800 on Gundams this month. Uh, are we ready to move on to our next little category? No, Jonathan. Yeah. Does anybody, yeah, do you? What? Do you we all have, have stuff. Do you have a best old thing? Oh, okay. well, I mean, I can come up with something. <laughs> uh, I guess as far as like old thing, uh, oh, the. Over like the past few years, I've been getting into uh, the television show Twin Peaks, and I finally finished it this year with the the third season that came out a couple years ago. Really good shit. However, it is not for everybody. No, I was three episodes in, and I was like, yeah, this is <laughs> fucking me and mad. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it, it, if you want to go back, it's a show that started in the 90s, and it has a very 90s TV sensibilities. So there, there's some very like antiquated acting that's really kind of not good, but uh, yeah, it was it was really good, uh, especially this final season, which was wild to say the least. Especially part eight, if you can just watch that single episode, is some of the probably the, like the best episode of television. Mm. Oh yeah, and. In a long time, uh, 
the ending is really haunting. And I know that like right now there's some rumors that they're getting together to do a, a, a fourth season, which I'm kind of like, I'm excited, but where it ends, it's ambiguous enough to where I'm like, okay, it could end here. It's like, happy. it's still satisfactory if it is left open. I, I, I don't know if satisfactory is the right word, but yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> it's content. You're content with it being done. Yeah. yeah. What What's your opinions on some publications naming the third season of Twin Peaks as their movie of the decade? What the fuck? Yeah. Have you, yeah. Not, yeah. Oh, no. Any TV show is n- no. I, I don't know. It, it's weird because it it's all it's almost like an eighteen hour movie. Yeah. But like at the oh, same geez. time, <laughs> <That's not laughs> you know, you're common eighteen hour. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's eighteen episodes. Yeah. I thought it was just like. Maybe like a ten episode run to wrap things up. Maybe fucking eighteen hours. Yes, it's it's eighteen episodes. Uh, That's a commitment. (laughs) Yeah, it it took me a while to get through, but um, I don't know. Like it was, I don't. I to call it like the best movie of the decade. Like no. Well, well, it's it's just weird how they'll just put movies in different places. Like. I remember on like on Letterboxd, Good Omens and on there, and that's a show, not yeah. a movie. So I like I don't know how they like to structure these things. Yeah, I, I've you noticed know. this year they've added a lot more television shows to Letterboxd. With a I lot. hope they do it with more. Yeah, I'd like to keep track of what the hell I've seen. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So I forget and, by the end of the year. And they've added like a bunch of like television. I mean, there's like re- New Japan pay per views oh, wow. on Letterboxd. Yeah. Wow. So, but yeah, uh, if they want to add it to their list, I mean, more power to them. I mean, it was really fucking good. It's my probably my favorite television show of the decade, if not of all time. So, yeah, good. that that's Twin Peaks. Now, because he's like, fuck, I don't know anything. I know, I, I have something. Okay, shit bag. Do you have anything? <laughs> oh no, you can go. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> uh, for me, it was it's kind of two things. Um, the first thing, of course, is a song. One particular song that I've just been fucking obsessed with since I watched. I started the show. Uh, Love My Way by the I forgot their names. I just I've been this is why we write things. And by show you mean movie. Love My Way, huh? And by show you mean movie. Yes, Uh, yes. Since I watched Call Me by Your Name, that was a very like unconfident yes. (laughs) It's like yeah, I guess it was a movie, Uh, maybe. (laughs) Uh, Which, by the way, uh, I have Call Me by Your Name. You bought it? Yeah, I bought it. It was uh, it was on sale on Barnes and Noble website for like ten bucks. Oh yeah, I remember you. And I was like, "What do you mean? Wait, what? I think you mentioned it to me. No, mm-hmm. I did this yesterday. Oh, okay, then never mind. That. Yesterday night. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> stole it from But uh, drove you. Love it's uh, love my way by the psychedelic furs. That song is just so fucking good, and Ooh. it's just like been stuck in my head all fucking past two months. I got a hiccup. Sorry. Psychedelic furs are really good. Um, but yeah, that, that particular song has been, uh, has been really, um, on my mind lately. And there's one other thing that I had, but I can't remember. Untouched by the Veronica's? No, it wasn't, oh, it wasn't a song. Bitch. It was something else and I can't remember what it was, but there you go. Um, okay. Oh, that's just, no, I mean, I, I meant, I don't know, I can't really. You do this thing where it looks like you're about to talk, and then your face doesn't move. Again. I know, I love it. You're just like, I, don't, I love doing and that. And then you just shrug your shoulders. <laughs> it's like my own like internal bit. Uh, So are we ready to move on to 2019 Made Us Emotional? 
Um, I don't know, maybe. Uh, so uh, the first thing I just added, I added uh, Sars on my, which if you don't know, Sars, we talked about it. It came out in spring. What's this category? 2019 made us emotional. What's this category? I'm not talking to you again. Uh, it was Sars uh, <laughs> on my, which I believe came out in the spring. Was it spring? I thought it was winter. It was winter or spring. It, I don't it, remember. It, it came out in the first half of the year. No, it was. It had to be spring. Yeah. Either way, it was cold. It was early. Yeah, it was. It was early in the year. Uh, it, you know, and we talked about it on our uh, spring anime review. And it, the premise of the show itself is buck wild. Like these, these three kids like get transformed into, into kappas, uh, and they have to like. Ex- exercise these demons and like the first like seven or eight episodes are all pretty samey as, as like very basic plot but the way they exercise demons is through the asshole it's through the ass yeah but uh suck it out the ass they literally like well, well, that's, that's that's part of the, the cap of mythology that they would you know steal the uh the spirit orb that are like the person's life essence by reaching up the person's butt and pulling it out. Yeah, and like, and oh no, Kappa, don't <laughs> take my spirit. <laughs> and, and it's like very beautifully animated, but the last three episodes, shit kind of just hits the fan and it becomes like this very, and like there's emotional moments all throughout the the season that I don't want to give away yet because I want to use them for tomorrow uh, for the actual proper awards. But... The last three episodes changed the whole dynamic of the whole show in a way that is very interesting to me. Uh, where like it just stops following that same pretty same Z formula and it actually becomes like an actual coherent show that like because I mean you could dive into episode five of Stars on My and like get it. Uh, as much uh, as you got I feel like you'd miss the opening portions where it's uh, talking about how you were cursed. I feel like that's kind of important. Okay, you watch the first 15 minutes of episode one, and then you don't have to watch any of the episodes two through eight in order to get it. But then, like, episodes nine, ten, and eleven are just, like, a totally different show that I think everybody needs to watch. It's one of my favorite shows of the year, uh, and it made me cry a bunch. Also has, like, the best closing theme of any anime in years. Very good. That song has is a banger. The best music in the show, too. Yo, yeah, yeah, the, oh, my God. The, yeah. the two songs, the one wearing the little kappas... And they're doing the little dance. Oh, fantastic. And they're doing the surfing. Like, for like six months, I just had that song on repeat. Yeah. Well, and, then, and then the song with the with the otters. Yeah, the otter song's really good, too. That's, that, that's like that, that, that shit slaps. Yeah. No, the, the, mu- the music in like, the show is <laughs> really good. Yeah it, yeah, it gets you dancing. What, Pat? Like, no, Pat's like, fuck, it's so good. Pat, no, no, I realized that I, I forgot to add that to our, our best songs. Because it happens so early in the year. Oh. But man, it, well, we can all the take the time to listen to it right now. Sorry, 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 my great show. I think everybody should watch it. Uh, it made me cry. The, the the next thing on here, uh, everybody kind of added besides Jonathan, who hasn't seen it yet. So Jonathan, Jonathan's working his way through. JoJo. Yeah, uh, it's uh, JoJo Part Five, which started last year. Actually, won our anime of the year last year. And honestly, very funny. We have we we have to go balls in deep. Uh, so Jonathan, leave. No. Okay. Uh, and it's, <laughs> so I, I want more Colt and Wenzel and Patrick to talk about JoJo because this was my first JoJo part, but I do want to get like my little piece I've, in. And I've seen all but yeah. half of part four. So. And then I, I just want to get my little piece in that I'm like, shit. Like I kind of – part of me is scared to get into more JoJo just because like I'm scared either season five – part five is the peak and it's not going to get any better or I'm not going to like part five as much. Like it's just something oh, I yeah. – <laughs> 
Oh, I, they are I, all I, equally just as good. Yeah, for and, sure. And that's well, maybe not part one. No, part one. Part, See, I, part, I think. Well, part I, one's just so different from the rest. I, yeah, I will, but like even then, it's like if somebody like I feel like people might have different tastes, and like if somebody like genuinely likes part one but doesn't like everything else, like that's fine because oh, they're yeah. all, because they're all generally good. But I think like part four, well, part three and up are like definitely like top, top tier. tier. Yeah, I um, think part two is part top tier too. But nobody cares about vampires. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Vampires are part three. <laughs> I know. Because he, he goes on the house saying, nice. He's a, a Jonathan Joestar. Nice. Oh, my God. Is Jonathan a... It's Joseph Joestar. Pat. No, but he's Jonathan Joestar. But when he says, nice, that's Joseph. Bitch, I'll take you out. Jonathan just says, oh, who fucking killed my dog? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you're, if you're a, uh, just, just be careful if you're like sensitive to animal death. And, uh, Iraqi uh, hates animals. Yeah. Yeah, because, uh, there's some... Gruesome shit. Well, well oh like my in part God. one, like when the like the main villain Dio, how, it's like, how do we show this guy's a piece of shit? He like fucking drop kicks a dog. Just know that's dog. like the first thing he does on screen. Just, yeah. know, just know in part four, there's a guy. He's a criminal. Piece of shit. <laughs> uh, that's the first episode. Uh, yeah, that's the first episode. Dog. Uh, what? He's, he's pissing on. He, he's pissing on the bad guy's leg, like absentmindedly. And then the guy is like, "I don't blame the dog." So he hits the owner, but then he grabs the dog and bites the dog's face off. And then, then spits the dog's matched up blood face in the in the owner's mouth. Yeah, and he's like, "I don't blame the dog for this." <laughs> then why'd you fucking yeah. part five is really different you know, and <laughs> I, I said i said something to colt a while ago of just random quotes from Iraqi, and it's just the funniest shit ever like Iraqi, Iraqi's like a, sounds like a fun dude <laughs> like oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no 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 like like a not like he, he just sounds so silly and i love it um, um also uh dio sets Spoiler for season one: Dio sets a dog on fire. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That dog. same dog he fucking kicks in the face. Uh, yeah. Going again, say spoilers for JoJo. Everything, everything, everything. Yeah. except for part six and up, because nobody else. Nobody's seen that except for Colt. But uh, but yeah, like part five, man. Like I've seen every part. I absolutely loved part four. I, I consider part four my favorite. But now with part five and thinking about it, I think I love part five more because it's like like you like in part four it's like you felt like that yeah it's the boys baby but then with part five it's like it's the motherfucking gang <laughs> part part i don't know part five definitely had the boys were back in town no, five to me. It, but, but, well, well part four has that has that like like it but like with part five it's like it's more than that it's almost like Everybody is really horny and into each other. That's but that's yeah, all that's of JoJo. JoJo. That's all of JoJo. That's, <laughs> that's but, an understatement. But like, but like, this is like on a different level. Like, 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 Bucciarati is the mom, and then like Misa and Giorno are obviously in love. Uh, Narancia oh, is more brotherly, but uh, no, I think it's like. Well, I mean, there was even a part in there where Narancia was like, was like, oh my god, Misa and Giorno are having sex. Not, not that actually, he was healing him. <laughs> yeah, but like the it was supposed to be an implication of like it's a sight guy that looks like uh, one's blowing the other. Yeah, but like oh man, I just love them so much. Plus, <laughs> there's that moment in part five when Mista is bring it closer is is, is, is hurt and um, and Jorno like 
they do like this like couple gun hole things to like to fight a bad guy. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, Mista's trying to take down Chocolata in the uh, helicopter, and he's like, my bullets won't reach it. And he's like, well, let me help you because he like t- he gives uh, life energy to the bullets. But the way he grabs it is so sensual and it's so amazing. There was a. L- let me tell you, like, I don't think I've ever seen. A big name anime be this horny, and at the end, like, and you it's like you haven't watched the other parts of JoJo. No, 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 not the other. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's like, and it's just a horny that, like, I'm like, yeah. But the thing <laughs> is, <laughs> it's like it's not an aggressive horny. I mean, it, 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 it kind of feels like it's you know, I guess as a pleasant, a pleasant horny. <laughs> like I was gonna say subtle, but it's, it's, it's not like really a, subtle. It's anymore. not subtle, but it's like I have to give it to Araki because something me and Colton talked about is like he's like when it comes to like when he when he draws characters, like you get that whole cliche in anime where it's like oh he's definitely a main character. In this, everybody, it's hard to find a main character. It's like yeah, it's probably. hard not to find a main character. You can tell when someone's not part of the story. Yeah, yeah, but but like everyone, every, everybody the story looks very ev- unique. Everybody's unique. Everybody has a different hairstyle, uh, different clothing, and super like, like complicated outfits. And that's why I love about Araki because like he's definitely like into fashion, and it's like fucking amazing. And like also with the poses too, the poses, the poses, the poses. I can't get enough of the poses, man. Jojo, poses. Jojo is the most anime anime for sure. Like, like it is, it is. If you took all the anime tropes and kind of condensed them into one show. This is it, and then cranked it to, to and then just yeah. fucking cranked that shit up. I, I have to say, while like I have not seen part five, but you know, y'all were worried you were going to spoil it for me. I had no idea what the fuck you were saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was kind of funny. Yeah, and I was like, I didn't know okay. what he was saying for a minute. I was like, um, and that's and a lot of uh, the gag for most of the year was us just doing JoJo poses. Oh yeah, and like one of the like one of the big moments is when like Giorno like reveals himself to Bruno with golden experience, and it's just like. Bam! Yeah, <laughs> nobody can see that. <laughs> oh, yeah, all hip out. We Action. have God. We have sent that gift to each other hundreds of times this it, year. It's like the go-to it's just response. You and Tanner. I mean, Wenzel and Tanner. But it's so good, I, motherfucker. Okay, me and Wenzel have sent that gift hundreds but, of but times. But I will say, me, Pat, and Tanner have sent the Josuke, Josuke, which we, is we just like hip thrust, like you know, which like, is good, great, it, it's fantastic. Oh yeah, it's ten out. But um, specifically, oh, it's a no, no, exclamation no. on like an argument. No, so, go ahead. Specifically for part five, what I find interesting compared to the other parts is the fact that part three, part it's part five does not. It, part five and part three are very similar. They're very similar in sort of how their their structure of like a group of people going across a landmass to do some things. Yeah. Um, but the thing is with part three, part three is just it, it's so damn long. It's so it, it was very much obvious that they were in their high run uh, at that point in time. It got really popular, and so there was more content. Part five feels like part three, which part three is really so fucking good. Yeah. It just can drag at times. Mm-hmm. Part five feels like part three that's been condensed down to the best parts. Well, I feel like, yeah, part five feels like it was kind of plotted out in more like more intently. <clears throat> yeah. Part three kind of feels like they're kind of writing it week to week a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. That's exactly, yeah. Yeah, like, and with this, it's like, you kind of like knew what you're getting into like with the episodes because it's like pretty much every episode was like, some most of them were like kind of divided into like two parts, and like most of that was like them uh, uh, fighting La Squadra, which I think was like kind of nice. But then also it's like 
I kind of feel bad for La Squadra because I because I feel like La Squadra, like those characters were compelling enough that like there should have been more like development with that. But I mean, what can you do? I did I, I did like the characters. I like the characters' abilities in part five a whole lot more too. Even I thought first I thought Mistas was stupid. Anim- <laughs> <laughs> little bullet dudes. I, 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 did, first, dude. I thought it was stupid at first. Yeah. But then as we get into the show and they're like, Mista and you're just like, Oh hell yeah. Mista's yeah. my favorite character. He's yeah. actually one of my favorite characters. I like him. I l- I almost fucking shit myself because part five was my first part too. Well, not first part. It was my first stand part. I should. Yeah, say. yeah. And uh, the thing that the I was like thinking they're all humanoid and you know oh so Misa has like five little bullet dudes. Okay, cool. Then you get over into uh, you get to uh, what's his name Narancha Narancha and it's a fucking bomber plane. Yeah, fucking Aerosmith little- dude. What's it? What's his name? Little bomb. Little, Little Bomber, Bomber no, it's, is it, English, it, it, like, uh, uh, copyright avoiding. But name. his actual name is Aerosmith. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they say Aerosmith. They say name. Aerosmith. I, I didn't even He's yeah. very clearly just saying the, uh, the, the English song. But yeah, like, like. The subtitles say something else. Yeah. Like, if you pay attention enough to the subtitles, it's like you kind of miss it. But, like, they say, like, Aerosmith. They say Sex Pistols. They say Golden sticky Experience. Fingers. Sticky Fingers. I love, I love, I love sticky Fingers. Sticky Fingers. When says uh, Sticky Fingers. I love it. Sticky Finger! It's so good. And then, like, and then when you get, like, when you finally realize uh, his uh, stand cry, uh, Adi 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 adi. Oh, so good. Um, but uh, yeah, what? Sorry. Nothing. Never. Never mind. I lost it. <laughs> uh, man, like, and just like the development, also with like every single character. But with, oh my god, I'm, I'm. There's so much to talk about. But it's like I would go ahead and say I fucking sucks that Fugo just gone for the rest of the yeah, fucking like, shit. Oh, he you're was, too OP. He was really fucking OP. It was though. crazy because me, and Winslow, and Colt watched that episode together, and they were like, "This isn't really a spoiler." But he doesn't come back. And yeah, they're like they had to write him out of the show because they made his stand too powerful. And, and but the thing, the cool thing is though, and I sent this in uh, our group chat is that uh, the voice actor for uh, Fugo was uh, they they were talking about like uh, the OVAs and stuff, and uh, somebody brought up Purple Haze feedback, and that was a uh, um, that was a uh, light novel that Araki writ talking about like Fugo and like after he leaves uh, the the original gang and. Uh, and the the voice actor was very excited and was like, yeah, I definitely want to do that. And I kind of hope, fingers crossed, that they do a Purple Haze feedback. If they do it, it would make they'll make all the characters butt-ass ugly. They'll make it <laughs> Blu-ray only. Uh, and you won't be able to watch it anywhere yeah, else. But yeah, let me tell you, I've seen the characters for Purple Haze feedback. They're all ugly. All their stands are ugly. And all the stands are named after Jimi Hendrix songs. So that's fine. Also, oh, that's the OVAs for uh, part four, have you seen what they did to those people? You see Koichi? Yes, he yes. He like a I, demon. He I, was like Chucky. Have you seen the, uh, <laughs> have, now have you seen the OVAs for, uh, for uh, uh, Rohan? Uh, oh yeah, those look funky too. They look funky, but I'm kind of excited for them. Because mm-hmm. they're done in the part five art style. What's an OVA? Just give me part six. What are y'all talking about? Uh, so original. Like, so I guess we should get to the point where, where season five actually made us emotional. So we were just been talking about it the whole oh, time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have, Cody's the only one that's been talking specifically about part five. I'm so sorry because there's just so much to talk about. I'm kind of like, it's almost I'm, like I'm trying to drive us back on track. I know. I know. And I'm so flustered because there's like, it, it is truly He's emotional. So horny. Now, He's so horny. I'll, I'll, I'll get into the first part that made me, that made me personally super emotional. 
and probably everybody else, Abakio dying. Yeah, that I I, I just get teary eyed when Abakio. That was died. I did too. <laughs> and the thing is, is like it was so so like like you knew you knew Dapio was somewhere, and like it, it was subtle too because you could see the little pink fucker in the background, and then as soon as he passes by, punch in the fucking gut. And it's it literally, like, emotionally and, like, literally, and it's just, like, it, and the, the dialogue is, like, ah, oh, it feels good to be back home. And it's just, like, fuck! And then you just see it, the life die from Abakio's eyes. That <sighs> that part, the, the, uh, the fucking, um, the, the, like, the, like, the expression on Abakio's face is amazing. God. Because it's, like, it's, like, frustration and then realization that, like, I'm dead. Yeah. Mm. And... And like, and it's just so sad because then it's like you have Narancha, who's essentially the kid of the group, even though he's older than Giorno, he's like nineteen. He's the kid of the group, and he's just like just breaking down, like like crying. And yeah. it's like, and it's like nobody knows what to do because it's like what, like you know, they're trying to protect him, but it's like fuck, we just lost a friend. And Bucciarotti's biting his lip, bleeding when he shouldn't be. Because but- yeah, because. Uh, that was sad too because yeah. like Abaccio he was sort of like the lieutenant the second command to Bucciarati and then like everyone else is having this you know this breakdown because they not only lost a friend but also like lost a, a secondary leader and Bucciarati is trying to be strong for the group but like and plus there's this really like really kind of poignant moment before, like in sort of Abaccio's sort of dying moments he's like in the afterlife like sort of like him like, ex- like going through his grief and sort of like I guess like anger of himself because he was formerly a police officer and he he actually killed someone. Well, what, no, what happened was uh, he was a police officer, but then he became a dirty cop. And when he became a dirty cop, that led to the death of his partner. Yeah. And in this kind of version of him going into the afterlife, it was so it's so emotional because he's like he's like I got to get on that bus and in the and his partner who's there with him, he's like you came off that bus. This is the last stop. And it's like and it's like how do you keep doing this job knowing that like you know you might fail and it's like well you know you do it because you seek the truth and he and that's when he tells Abakio he's like you did a good job and Man, I'm getting kind of teary eyed so, talking about and it. It's so sad because <laughs> if you don't know stands are reflections of uh, characters like true like a true reflection of the character and uh, Moody Blues is essentially a reflection of his depression because he's he essentially able to play back his memories but he can't alter them. Yeah. So because with how he feels so guilty uh, <laughs> because he's so he's so guilty of letting his partner die that like he constantly re- reminds himself of his failures and he's like I can't do anything about it mm, and then that's shit. why that's why this was so important to him to uh, to fight uh, Diavolo and Dapio because he's seeking the truth and it's like the truth he have to find the truth and you have to help them and it's like at first they're like fuck we failed but then last second Abakio is able to use Moody Blues to play back uh, and leave a death mask, which is essentially an impression of um, of the of the face of the boss, and the reason why is because they're trying to discover his identity, and it's this whole fucking thing. But they're able to figure, they're able to get an impression of it, and at least try to figure out who the boss is. Mm-hmm. Because spoiler, the boss has fucking uh, DID or multiple personality disorder, because he's also Doppio and Diavolo, and it's some crazy fucking hokey shit that's amazing. That, that makes me think that if if, if it's that uh, Diavolo isn't just King Crimson's. Uh... Well, see the thing about King, the thing about Diavolo, and there was stuff in the anime that wasn't in the manga that makes his origins even crazier. Like the whole the whole thing of like him being born in a prison and not having a father. Yeah, that was added to the yeah. anime, and then his eyes being the way they are, that was added as well. So now people are thinking, is he? He actually like, a lot of theories 
suggest that he actually um Dapio was the original person but what happened was the devil like possessed him and during that time the devil inside of him was able to physically manifest into its own form and personality through Dapio's body and became Diavolo while at the same time was able to get a stand that's able to stop fucking time and erase it so you're literally talking about a demon that was also able to get another fucking superpower that's just a theory though Jonathan <laughs> You gotta watch the most anime anime of all time. (laughs) It's fucking crazy, and we're about my eyes just glazed over. And now we're about to get into another emotional part, and it's the one that broke me, that made me actually cry, was when fucking Narancha dies. Yeah, yeah, watching that little fucking Aerosmith like flying over everybody. Like what happened was, you're getting you're getting into the last final parts of the show or of the show, like the final acts. And they're like they're this close to fucking victory, this close. And Narancha, like their body, <laughs> their bodies had swapped. So Narancha was in Giorno's body. So it was like at this moment, it's like they're so close to victory. Narancha is just talking about how he's gonna go home, he's gonna get some fucking pizza, he's gonna go back to school, and he's gonna say hey to Fugo, his best fucking friend. Then as about to move on, time skips. Mm-hmm. And when time skips, you know that Diavolo is nearby because he because when time skips like that he's alt he's altered time in that moment and they're like all looking where the fuck did where where's Narancha where's Narancha and then blood starts draining and then they look up and somehow during that time he was able to take Narancha and throw his body onto uh like a fencing like thing. a fence and stab him and he's dead and that was it. It literally happened like it happened it, so quickly, and it honestly felt made me feel really empty. It, and I felt like yeah. it, was, it just did not feel it did not feel right to just. I mean, like I, I, to me, that death was it was impactful, and, but in the wrong way. It was impactful because it felt so like sudden and so quick and so like just felt like they did Narancha bad. And I mean, I, I think that's kind of the that's point. How death works because, yeah. because I, mean, I mean, yeah, but I'm not saying that. Yeah, you know, no, no, Rocky I, I, did it. I'm saying or did it to be like, oh well. Don't have that in the budget to make it more emotional. Yeah. It was just like, it was just so sudden and quick. And it, because most in a, any JoJo season, if there's a major death that happens, it's usually like highly emotional, highly like drawn out, drawn out and Still emotional. Still cry every but time. But they were in the middle of a battle. They were in the middle of a battle. Jesus. So they could not just do that. And that was the reality of the situation. Yeah. It happened yeah. like in the middle of the episode. Yeah. It, it was, it was like, and then, like that was the point of it too. It was like to be like, the, the essentially the kid of the group was just killed like just ruthlessly just sudden like that and it's like and they try to bring him back because Jonah realizes that he has the power to like you know heal and they're trying to heal him and and in that moment they're like this vessel's empty he's gone and like and that's when because the vessel's empty Jonah's supposed to is able to go back into his body and that's when Narancha's body just falls it's like a thud and it's like that's it and then in that moment you see Aerosmith starting to fly and then it turns into a bird, and it flies over Fugo walking back to the restaurant Bruno owned that's closed down now. And he looks up, and you know he doesn't know what's happening. And then the the uh, bird flies over uh, where Abakio died, and it flies into the clouds and off. And then don't you see a giant cloud with his face? On yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Which is a very common thing in JoJo. Yeah, yeah. Is, the, is the is the is the spirit in the sky like? Uh, and like, and then like that was emotional, and then it like goes. Can into, I say my emotional thing after? Well, I'm going into okay. like what was more emotional about Narancha is that they take Narancha and they put his body down, and Giorno covers his body in the flowers of his hometown, mm-hmm. and he's like, he's like, don't worry, we'll come back and I'll take you home. Nobody can hurt you anymore. 
I can't. Oh, I ain't got a bad. Dude. Like, like every, like, <laughs> I don't know if I, I like Joe. I, I want to cry, I wanna cry right I'm now because, because, just, because, because just that, because in that moment too, like everybody's boohoo crying. Like no, everybody loses it. Even Bruno, because it's like the kid of the group just got killed ruthlessly. And the reason why is because Diavolo is thinking strategically because Aerosmith is very useful for what they're doing. And you have to take out, you have to take out that. And they did, and it was just it was so fucking sad. It's like nobody can hurt you anymore. And it's like because Narancha got hurt like so many fucking times, and it's mm-hmm. like and it's so sad. Okay, go, go. Uh, the thing that really hurt me the most from part five was uh, the first fight with uh, King Crimson and Bucciarati. The fact that uh, Bucciarati was dead the whole time, and yep. he didn't actually fully pass on until. They de- uh, they defeated Diavolo. It was like it was such because this is like the middle of the show when you had the final confrontation. It's like all right, we completed their missions. The squadra's gone except for the leader, but we don't have to worry about that. We're turning your we're turning in uh, Diavolo's daughter, the boss's daughter, and then it's like well, nope. Turns out he wants to kill the fucking daughter, and it's like Bruno's like nah, fuck this, and then it's like but then it's like you get you get rev- King Crimson is revealed, and it's like this is an impossible enemy. Because it's like King Crimson is just destroys Bucciarati, and it's just it's like and anytime Bucciarati tries to do anything, it's just and it's like it's very eloquent because it's like when he when he stops time, it's like he like goes into his own little world, like literally his own little dimension where it's like space and time, and it's just like I've already seen through it. And then he like he literally punches through his stomach, he cuts him in half, and it's just like he's trying so hard, and then he finally is able to get out, and it's like he dies. And it's just like it's like oh fuck, but he's, that, he's only stays alive through the pure will and the love of his friends. He literally he's literally only alive because he wants to make so sure. Fucking he, anime. He, that is the most anime. <laughs> he wants to, he literally wants to see the mission through. And now we'll get to the end because the end part, literally the ending, and then the uh, this, the uh, prologue or epilogue. Well, no, the prologue because it happens before the events of part five. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the, the, just that entire portion. But finally, they get to the final confrontation where they're fighting Diavolo. It's so awesome because the expressions are fantastic. You see King Crimson, Diavolo, getting super fucking flustered, and it's it's just a like it's like a like a huge anime moment when it's like you think King Crimson's about to win because he has the arrow, and then it's like it's like shit starts happening, and it's like you didn't remember me, did you? That's what Bruno is like. You, you know, you can't predict everything now, can you? And that's when like he kind of turns the tables, and that's when everybody gets transferred in their bodies. And <laughs> Bruno, when Bruno, uh, because Bruno's dead, um, his soul won't go back into his body, and that's when he passes on. And when he passes on, he's like, "It's okay, like let me go, Giorno. Like you know, you have it." And um, that's also when he passes on. Literally, he journal has a stand arrow in his fucking hand, and that's also when he stabs himself and he becomes motherfucking gold experience requiem, the most powerful fucking stand in, in all, in all of, of JoJo. Literally, literally, he says, "No matter your abilities, you no one can oppose me." Literally, no one can oppose him. He literally him. becomes God. Literally. <laughs> literally, if nobody can tell, Giorno uh, is actually the son of God. Uh, yeah. Dio, uh, which is fucking amazing. But he's the... It's, 
actually fucking weirder than that. He is the son. He is the. Uh, he's Jesus. He's the mental son of of Dio, but, but the, the physical son of Jonathan. Of Jonathan. And it's fucking crazy. Oh yeah. But like, but also, oh, sorry. I should. Uh, when we first get re- revealed to Dio Volo, there's a little harken back to when uh, Polnareff fights Dio. Uh, but Polnareff is at the bottom of the stairs and sees Dio, essentially him looking mm-hmm. upon God. But in this situation, it's Polnareff looking down and he sees Dio Volo and it's him looking into hell. Uh, very cool. See, that's the thing is that like at the end of that, and we're getting way into JoJo here. Man, I, listen, I'm it's poor. one of the biggest we, things. We've been wanting to do this for a while and we just but haven't. The the thing with, uh, this, this, this is a mini non-canon file on JoJo's Bizarre <laughs> Adventure Part 5. Uh, yeah. Uh, I never had a mini gun to file, so. the, the, the really cool thing about uh, Giorno at the end is that he is God because he is the he gives life and he can also send you into your own hell. Pretty much, yeah, exactly. Like he literally, like he not only is he son of God, but he becomes God because, like, what happens is, like, because he gets golden experience, reckon it's over. No matter, literally, literally, no matter your abilities, because when King Crimson tries to fight him, he uh, he stops time and tries to skip it. But as soon as he does it, skip, time starts to reverse back to what it originally was. And, and then that fucking music that starts playing. Oh my God, it's so fucking good. And it's like, and it's like you see him, like you literally see like multiple versions of King Crimson Diavolo because it's the it's the um, his movements through time. Mm-hmm. It's literally going back, and once he does that, he completely just stops his ability to erase time, and he just beats the shit out of him. And but when he does that, King, it's kind of weird. But Diavolo technically isn't dead. But what happens is, uh, Golden Experience Requiem is able to essentially uh, set reset people back to zero, and he glitched the universe into that he sent him into his own hell he literally sent him to his own hell and that like he's he's constantly dying but he's never dead yeah but he can never escape this yeah never <laughs> what's ever. the guy that gets ripped apart by the eagle every every day prometheus uh, prometheus uh, sort of except well, he's not tied to a rock and he's not a piece of shit prometheus mm-hmm. gave fire to humanity yeah. he gave us blood fuck zeus yeah fuck zeus <laughs> uh but anyway glad we got that in there but but yeah, and then like also in that also once they do that, it's like Bruno uh, kind of whispers a little bit is like this is a complete victory, like we we've won, like no need to worry anymore. And also Mista still not understanding, like we gotta go get Bruno, we gotta go B- Bucciarati, he's probably waiting for us. Yeah, and it's so sad. Yeah. Um. And at this point, the only people who are alive are Fugo because he didn't take part, Trish, uh, Mista, and Giorno. Yeah. Um. But yeah, but now the prologue. Mr. President. Mr. President, my bad. Uh, no, it's uh, Coco Jumbo. Oh, sorry. I'm so His dumb. stand is Mr. President. <laughs> Jesus. Also known as Polnareff. That was the turtle they traveled around. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, Polnareff. Polnareff's <laughs> yeah. alive. My bad. I can't imagine Jonathan is, can't even. My bad. Coco this. Jumbo's dead. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Polnareff's alive. Um, but anyway, the prologue, though, is even sadder because this is before the event, literally right before the events of part five. Uh, we have the gang. They're trying to investigate an artist, a sculptor named Scipio, I think. Oh was, yeah, yeah. Was, uh, or Scopio, Scopio. Yeah, because it's not it's not like the Roman. Um, but anyway, um, they're trying to investigate him because there's a mysterious death, and Misa is the one to investigate him. And he has a stand called Rolling Stones. That what it does, it uh, follows. Uh, pe- that, that's one of my favorite ones. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's literally, it's literally a rock. And what it does, it follows people who are about to die, and uh, it shows them their death. It shows them their death mask, death body. Death. It shows them how they're gonna die. Yeah. 
and um and Mista's like getting really pissed and he's acting really stupid but then but then like as he starts like because he shoots he also shoots him through both hands and in that moment he looks like Jesus Christ mm-hmm. because he also wears a crown of thorns really good fashion choice by the way yeah. um I think we should all t- I, honestly <laughs> but uh but yeah and then but then it's like you have a sad realization where he the, has no control over this Misa Misa's like yeah he has no control over stand and Misa's like I'm starting to understand what you're saying now and he's like he realizes that he has no control of this over over this either but then Scorpio's like well if you destroy it maybe it might change fate and um and what happens is that Bruno tries to meet up with Mista and in doing so the Rolling Stones tries to get to him and uh you have this really good animation where Mista is in like a a fury where he's like trying to get to qu- quickly to me to uh, Bruno, so he shoots sex pistols and like look find him, and they find him and they're able to stop Rolling Stones. And it's a really awesome moment where um where Mista takes Rolling Stones out of this tall ass building and essentially breaks it like shatters him while like scaling the side of a building and uh it's really funny because Mista lands on top of Fugo's car and Fugo crawls out of his fucking car yeah like, you can see him in the back <laughs> and I'm like fuck like oh. really <laughs> and it's like he breaks rolling stones and um they're like all right you know and Mista tries to explain it and it's like we don't know what you're saying Mista let's go do this shit there's some fucker who killed what's his name with a shovel dickhead I don't remember his name. Cole probably. Leaky Eye Luca. Leaky Luca. Yeah. Uh, he dies, and that's because Giorno killed him. Anyway, so they go to investigate that, but also with the dust of Rolling Stones, it reveals not only Bucciarati's death, but it also reveals of Bacchio and Narancia. And nobody else sees this. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that moment, Scopio, uh, Scipio, whatever, is like, I, I hope they're sleeping slaves. And like I hope their journey, their journey might mean something. I can't remember it all, but it's very, it's very emotional and very good. And that's when Giorno becomes the boss of the organization, and that's it. Man, <laughs> I love JoJo so much. I, dude, <laughs> we'll be doing our mini recap of part five. Yeah, like there's so much, there's so much stuff we could talk about, but we just don't have time. Uh, we need to do its own episode. To just be know when part six comes out, it's gonna make or break you. Fuck. Okay. Uh, what's next? <laughs> uh, Patrick actually added uh, Demon Slayer. So, Patrick, you want to? Yeah, mm. um, we'll talk about a little bit about Demon Slayer. Uh, Demon Slayer is on our, our best anime of the year uh, nomination list. And we talk more in depth about it on the next uh, big episode. But uh, just for my little bit for Demon Slayer, is that I, I really got an emotional moment throughout the show. Because, like, what, what I think is interesting about. The main character in Demon Slayer, he's a very, like, kind-hearted, very compassionate, empathetic person. So even when he's fighting these horrible monsters, he never stops empathizing with them. Because every single monster they fight, they used to be a person. And that's not a um, a new thing in, like, anime or monster. Yeah, copying Bleach. So it, 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 <laughs> it's, a, it's a very, you know, common uh, trope. But at least with this, this series, I definitely felt like that, that humanity, that lost humanity... And like the empathy really come through with this character and the stories they tell because there's definitely little moments where every time they 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 kill one of the demons you sort of you sort of get like a like a snapshot of what their life was before they they were transformed into a monster and there's there's a couple really sort of poignant moments there was one where earlier in the series where they kill a demon and uh, his gimmick I think I think he had a gimmick where he. He played a drum, and he remembers like uh, 
as a like as a, when he was a child, like he had like a, a little brother, and I remember it's like he, he like he wakes up and or he sees himself in like the afterlife, and he's like holding his little brother's hand that died, and they're they're walking to their family's home on like his like Christmas night or not a Christmas night, but like you know, like, 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 it, it, it's invocative Christmas, ancient yeah. ancient Japan's Christmas. <laughs> but, but you know, it, it's it's snowy and it's a, it's a it's a starry night, and he's walking hand in hand with his brother that he lost in his childhood back to their family's home to be together. But the one that really got me was episode, I think, at the end of episode 20, because episode 19 is like the, a huge moment in the show we'll go into depth into depth with, or maybe even later in, the, in this episode, but it was after they, they defeat this very extremely powerful demon, and then this demon still has his moment of humanity and his dying uh, minutes, and basically, like, he was just... Um, he was uh, he he had some uh, disability or something. Basically, like his family was going to kill them, and he became a demon in order to like stop his parents from killing. Boy, he didn't realize that his parents were going to commit suicide after they killed him because they couldn't deal with the fact that they had, had to kill their son for basically his own benefit because whatever disease or whatever he had was so crippling to him that they wanted to put him out of his misery, but they were going to die with him so they could die as a family. And in Fuck. his diet moments, he sees his family once again, and he's like he he, he goes from being like his his normal like his demon form back to human, back to being a child, and he's sort of hugged by his mother and his father, and he just openly weeps as he's you know embraced by his family in um, in the afterlife, and that was a that really got me. I legit cried. Man, that. Pat, you might want to cry. <laughs> uh, God, Demon Slayer is really fucking sad. Honestly, you talking about that makes is starting to make me think of every emotional anime thing that happened. Anime was emotional this year. Anime is <laughs> always emotional. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I, maybe it's just because we watched a lot, or I watched a lot yeah, more. Yeah, anyways, I, I, I feel I, like I cried a lot more at anime this year than I have I, in like, previous years. I for sure, like, fuck. Part 5 hit me. Has everyone here watched Sarin's Online, like, completely? No. Uh, I, 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 I still got probably about... Five more episodes. Okay, I'm not gonna say much. This is my emotional thing. I know Cole's got Death Stranding, but before we get to that, we're all in anime already. The ending of Sarin's on my is really fucking sad. It is really fucking emotional. It is probably one of the most emotional things I've seen this year. It really is. It fucking sucks. <laughs> it is like not in a bad way. Sucks. Not in a bad way, but no, like no, it, it's really like a gut punch. I felt really empty after finishing. It. I was just like, man. It's it, it's it's rough. It's fu- so yeah, it's, it's a tough watch. I'm not gonna spoil that. I don't. I think that you guys should definitely go and finish it. And but Saren's I Mind's ending is is probably my emotional thing of the year. Nah, my emotional thing of the year easily. This is the most I probably cried in a long time. Was the uh, the last. Five hours of death training. I was crying the whole time. <laughs> I can just see your mother walking into your room and like, "What the fuck? What do you do? Why are you crying?" Ah! Like, I was thinking it. I was like, "If she comes in here, I'm gonna tell her to go away." I, <laughs> I can't do that right here because the Norman Reedus, you are and the funky fetus. Oh my god, Norman Reedus, you are fantastic. Mads, you're Mads and Norman Reedus, Tommy. Oh, Tommy uh, Earl Jenkins. Yeah, Tommy Earl Jenkins. You all are fantastic. I know you're listening because you love IYCH. Am I right? Yeah. But no, the final scene of uh, Death Stranding, I don't want to spoil it at all. Well, I imagine we'll get a lot yeah, more yeah, into we'll, Death Stranding we'll, for we'll, Game Yeah, we'll wait of the year. for Game of the Year. And even then, if you want to go spoiler ham in there, uh, you can. I'll just... 
be somewhere else. Because, okay. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're about to cry now. Because uh, it, it's, it's just really emotional. I, and, like, it ends with the a church's a Death Stranding song, which, listening to the lyrics after the final cutscene, makes me want to just scream. On, honestly, there's just one phrase in the game. This isn't a spoiler, because you hear it all throughout uh, trailers and everything. Like, just just one phrase that makes me, like, kind of emotional is just them saying, I'm still on the beach. Yeah, I'll I'll meet you at the beach. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna cry. Yeah, you look like you're about to cry. And I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'm so like honestly, I'm about to cry now because I'm thinking. I'm still thinking about part five, and I'm like, the, the reason why part five makes me so emotional is just because like, just a bunch like you have you literally have a bunch of guys who are essentially misfits of society who are who are literally trying to stop an un an adversary far like. An adversary that's like inconceivable, like and like they, and they're just they're almost a bunch of kids, and they're trying to fight this guy, and yeah. it's like they're literally trying to turn like change fate, and okay. it's just it's so fucking sad. Here's my question, real quick: Who's who in this group? In what? In part five? He's Naranja. Me? Yeah, okay. you're. Oh, Wenzel's definitely Naranja. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Mm. I really, I really like Aerosmith. I really like Naranja. Jonathan Fugo. Yeah, I was gonna say Jonathan was Fugo. And that's not a bad thing. Fugo's, no, Fugo's awesome. Fugo's awesome. He just uh, does whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> literally, that's literally what he does. I don't really know who everybody else would be. I think Patrick is the most Abakio. Probably, yeah. Mm. Tanner Bucciarati. I think we discovered that last year. <laughs> uh, now it's time for Colt and I. Choose carefully. Trish or Mista. Uh... I'd say I'm Mista. Oh, wait, who's Jorno? I'm Jorno! <laughs> yeah. You're Trish and a half. That's what you are. <laughs> Which, I mean, Trish is awesome. She's so. cool. She just makes everything soft. Which is cool. Uh, She's her fabric ha- soft. Oh, and uh, Spice Girls is an awesome uh, He looked up a picture of Fugo. Awesome stand, yeah. Wait, what? He just looked up a picture of Fugo. Did you look up his stand? His yeah. stand is fucking powerful. Yeah, that's true. Which Fugo in the uh, in the manga was actually red, and his hair was white because it, he's supposed to like be like uh, the actual dessert pancotta. Because his name is Pancotta Fugo. Yeah. Um, I do like how everything's named after Italian foods. In this yeah. Thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just like a body, they went to, he went to fucking Italy. He was like, this is. I'm naming everybody. Ravioli's a great name. <laughs> <laughs> Which nobody was named Ravioli. That who, sucks. Who was the character that was named something like just so... Uh, God, I can't remember. Oh, man. Who was it? Lasagna. No. Spaghetti. No, um, oh no, it was... Uh, it, are you talking about uh, the let, head of La Squadra? He was... Um, yeah, that's what I'm talking Risotto. about. Risotto. Yeah, Risotto. Yeah. It's fucking Risotto. Badass <laughs> dude, by the way. Uh, which also, Awesome stand as well. Oh, yeah. Fuck, Metallica. But I should say, though, about Fugo, if... Uh, this isn't like this is kind of like little background spoilers for Fugo. Fugo's a fucking assassin, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, crazy. He's got a sad back. They all got a sad back. Oh no, he is, he is, he is, a, is pretty he, fucked. Yeah, because uh, the a teacher was a pedophile, and uh, he's like, "Come to my house for extra lessons," and then Fugo beat him to death. Beat him to death, and then everybody was like, "Oh, he's been doing stuff for the teacher," and then he got kicked out of school for like because of like that. Yeah, is is pretty crazy. I forget how like fucking dark JoJo can get, and then it's like, oh yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. Anyways, here's our main bad guy named Risotto. <laughs> I love how he got back to fucking JoJo. Yeah. Let's keep going. <laughs> Jonathan, do you have the most emotional thing? No. You Jonathan didn't cry at doesn't all? cry. Huh? Did you not cry at all? No tears at all? You love Star Wars? You think Episode Nine is the best movie in the everything? <laughs> I will say the Tony Stark death is another one. That yeah. Was. Okay. Yeah. That that was yeah. really emotional. Yeah. The the Tony Stark death is definitely one. And how she uh, was trying to sell goop at the uh, funeral. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Damn Tony Coletti, am I right? <laughs> knives Coletti. out. What? Tony Coletti and Knives Out is basically oh, is basically that. Yeah. Paltrow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, man. Uh, also, it's Tony Collette. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. We've been yeah. talking f- about fucking JoJo Part Five, and I'm like, everything's Italian now. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's Tenerici. <laughs> Tenerici. But just like your father. Winslow Willie Wilkini. I could say it. Coltani. Jonathan. Jonathan. <laughs> I actually like that. Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> we call him Jonathan. Jonathan, you're just like your father. You're just no. like your father. But you're, you're just like your father. You're just like your father. You're just like your father. And over here, you got Codicio. <laughs> oh, good. We need to go to Codicio to get that good what spaghetti. What about Patricimo? Put, uh, Patricimo. Patricimo. Cody just called him Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> Patricia. Yeah, Cody went Patricia. Uh, oh, are we done with the JoJo category? Oh no, someone was gonna say that was emotional. Uh, I was gonna say for Avengers though, the the just the fight scene of every all the heroes getting together. I thought that was. Awesome. Oh yeah, Linzidi. <laughs> yeah, that, that 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 was the best part of that. Yeah. I have a feeling we'll talk about Endgame uh, and the proper award show for sure a yeah. little bit too. So, uh, up next we have 2019 2020's most anticipated thing. Uh, <laughs> PlayStation Five and the new Xbox is on here separately, but I think we can kind of just group and say new consoles in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I agree, and that's with, it. Yeah, <laughs> new console. Moving on. Uh, so one thing I didn't expect to happen before we recorded this was we actually got to see the new Xbox. Yeah, at fucking the, at the Game Awards. So dumb. <laughs> it, it wasn't dumb. It was just a huge surprise. Yeah, as long it, as it can be turned on its side. It. Yeah. Well, yeah, they've already said it can be turned on its side. So if you don't know the Xbox Series X, which also if you don't know for those listening or at this table, they're just calling it the Xbox. Which I is think I dumb. It. Yeah, I, somebody on here called, or maybe it was multiple of us called it on the E3 preview show that they're calling the new Xbox just Xbox. I can't remember Pat, who, it who was. did it. Pat, you lead the Wiggy. Yeah, I, f- I feel like Patrick would know more than anybody, but I don't know, so I'll, I'll have to go back and listen to that. But anyways, um, it's this huge fucking tower. Uh, from my best hand estimates, is about two and a half Xbox One controllers. Twenty tall. feet. <laughs> it's 20 feet in the air. It's an obelisk. Uh, there was some publication that made a like paper model of it on its side, and it's fucking humongous. Yeah. yeah. If that's true. Like, I mean, there, it, it looks like a PC tower on its side. There's no way it's that big. If it is, fine, but there's, it has to be smaller, oh. at least by a little bit. See, the thing is, the thing that it gets about me is, with them doing this xCloud stuff and things of that nature, the thing that it looks like to me is one of those... Um, it looks like one of those uh, storage units you put, like yeah. you put in a different. You hook up to your router and you leave it in there. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. So like that makes me wonder like, 
what the fuck are they doing? Like, what are they doing here? Are, like, is this going to be something that sits underneath your TV? Because, like, it's not designed to sit underneath your TV in its current state. And, so, no, it's definitely not. Somebody had a good idea. I don't know if this is will be the direction Microsoft goes, because it seems like a lot to push on the market at once. Uh, with the Series X being, like, <laughs> sorry, the huge, like, $600 console. Ah! And then there's going to be the, the Series S. Which is supposed to be like the smaller, the Anaconda is, or no, Lockhart, uh, is going to be like the weaker console. And then somebody had an idea, and it looked like a fucking GameCube, called the Xbox Series C, which is all digital, all cloud-based. Oh, that's stupid. And it looked like, it literally (laughs) looked like just the current Xbox, but a GameCube. Oh, it's a Stadia spray-painted. Yeah, it's a black uh, Stadia. So I thought that was a kind of neat idea. I I'm mainly just excited to see the the new tech and stuff, and see how good yeah. games can look. Because uh, apparent like uh, God's God's Fall, they showed at the Game Awards, <clears throat> the PlayStation Five game, PlayStation Five launch title exclusive. Didn't see uh, the PlayStation. Yeah, didn't yeah didn't see the PlayStation, but uh, that we saw a game and uh, and actually have a few snippets of gameplay yeah, from like it. Gifts and like people in the industry that know they're like yeah this isn't even going to be like the best looking launch title for either uh, of that's these consoles, fucking crazy which i can't insane. even tell if it looks good because the gifts look so uh, it looks it looks good it, 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 it looks, looks it looks really good but it's like man like the, the power these two consoles are going to be pushing out is I, I will insane. say a subcategory of that of xbox is i'm super fucking hyped for cinema saga oh yeah, yeah like yeah. i i am unlike uh, that trailer Got me fucking hyped. That trailer yeah. got me hyped, and I've not played one second of Hell. I, I want to play I, the first one now. I've watched... Yeah, everybody here needs to play it's on. Am I wrong for saying it's on Switch? I feel like it's on Switch. It might be coming. It I don't know. It might be coming. Uh, you know, maybe that should have been... That should have been... What are we thing. talking about? Uh, Hellblade. Hellblade. Seno, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You gotta watch that trailer. Seno, yeah. Uh, Hell, this one is Hellblade 2, Senua Saga. But, uh, yeah, maybe that should have been my old thing. Anyway... This trailer is so fucking hyped. Like literally, like did not expect it at all. And then when it goes right into a fucking song of, of like this band I never heard, but now I've been listening. I've watched this trailer like at least twenty five times. I, we watched it like three or four times here, like that night when we were watching the game. Like it's so it's so fucking good. Like and like we only get brief. Like it was just brief, and it's like it's just if, if you don't know the the song is uh it's by Halung. Uh, it's called In Madian. In Madian, I can't remember. Uh, One of those. I love yeah. Madian. Yeah, it's like a twelve-minute-long song. So fucking good. Check out the band. Really, if you're into like f- uh, folksy historical type of stuff, then... it's on Switch. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, very good. Uh, very good at depicting uh, mental illness as well. Um, Which I don't know how or if that's going to come into play. And in I, new I, one. I don't know either. But honestly, like. I, I didn't know I needed this until I I saw it. It, it. I think I honestly think that if they one of the big selling points of their game was the mental illness thing. So if they did not go for that route, then it would. I mean, I'm sure they can make a, still make a good game, but it would not be the same. Yeah, it would be different. But I don't think they would do that. They would obviously crank up that that selling point and maybe go dive into more issues surrounding sure. mental yeah illness. especially like in ancient times because this takes place like very very ancient like celtic slash viking uh area because uh again i don't i don't know her background but i do know like part of the part of the story is the vikings invading her homeland um 
and like that was what's cool is about Hellblade was that it kind of explored this more darker part of like the Norse mythology and like well, Norse mythology is all in the world. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. But like this, like this, literally, t- like because you know, with like th- like stuff like Thor and like this other stuff, it's like you you see it on like a lighter side. Oh yeah, it's but a, but it's, this is like yeah. but this is like this is like all the gods are dead, but they're undead and they're all trying to kill us. That's kind of like what this is, and it's really cool. And like with this, it seems like it's gonna explore that as well and go even deeper. And go into like more darker parts of culture of culture in that area, which is like really cool, and I'm really excited for it. Yeah. Um, for 2020, is there anything I have excited for 2020? Um, I knew it. Ah! <laughs> He's been aiming it. I was like, who's he gonna fucking kill? Is there anything that I'm really excited? Oh yeah. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> the next thing on our list. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. Oh my god. I'm so- we. I mean, we've already done an Animal Crossing non-canon file. Truth be told, we could probably do another one. But <laughs> go ahead. I don't care. Um, God, I don't care. It's the stuff. Just the oh, little sorry. snippets we've gotten. We really haven't got any new info since. E3. Yeah, we got new. We got new info yesterday. But we, we got new images and stuff. Oh yeah, like the images yeah. and stuff. Yeah, we, we haven't seen like any proper gameplay. We there was that one thing out of that one festival in like Brazil or something where they showed off like they're going to have like different. Culture like, holidays, cultures holidays, and like they're depending like, on region or clothing. overall. I think just overall, maybe, um, and and something like that. They're gonna have like the different cultures because they showed a specific dress from some sort of thing. I don't. I mean, I don't know what it, it was. Is. A holiday. Oh, yeah, it was a it was a, a holiday, uh, like a very traditional dress that looked really cool. Uh, and it's just really cool that they're like allowing, like they're putting that sort of stuff in there. Because I've always feel like Animal Crossing has been a pretty inclusive series. Yeah. Like it definitely more open minded than a lot of AAA titles tend to be. Uh, especially like you know, especially when Wild World came out and stuff. Where's my Satanic uh, Hall day? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Talk so to Mister Mintambo. I'm uh, I'm really excited for New Horizons. It comes out in March, which is not that far. Like we're less than a hundred days till it comes out. So I'm yeah and. Stuff. Like March, April, May, that oh, yeah. that is fucking stacked. Yeah, spring twenty twenty for video games is insane. I mean, you got C- Cyberpunk. I mean, we could spend a whole Cyberpunk is another one I'm very excited for. Yeah, Cyberpunk, Final Fantasy Seven, Doom Eternal. Uh, I'm really excited for Pirate Warriors, One Piece, Pirate Warriors Four. So, <laughs> uh, we got that. We got Avengers, uh, which is coming out. Uh, just a bunch of stuff. Yeah, uh, like it's packed full. We literally could do a whole non-canon file on just games coming out in the spring that we're excited for and we could talk about so. yeah which is e3 <laughs> the good thing about doom for when it comes out it's not only going to be an awesome experience it's going to release he's sound. been doing this bits uh especially during the emotional parts and i don't know what to do uh, the, the soundtrack that's going to release the soundtrack Ooh, the, with it oh, yeah. so and it's going to rip heavy i i still i still go back to like the the first trailer that we got of like the the uh the landscape shot and then mm-hmm. he crushes a skull just that like dr- dr- like oh it's so it's fucking a, heavy it's the same day as animal crossing yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. i know what i'm gonna be listening to while playing animal crossing but most of the time <laughs> as you're fucking as you're talking to tom nook <laughs> I don't know uh, how they sound. That's close enough. That was close enough, yeah. yeah it's pretty close. Uh, and then I, I put something on here. I put this on here, I think, after we watched uh, Kong Skull Island. I put I'm really excited for Godzilla versus King Kong. Which, uh, it's warranted. It's uh, There was a little, uh, there was a leaked, Im- one leaked image. 
Oh, Shadow there, uh, there was one leaked image of Godzilla and King Kong standing on an aircraft carrier about to fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, or they're about to fight something. Yeah, yeah. So they're facing each other on the on the aircraft carrier in the leaked image. So we don't know if that's from a clip from a movie or like some kind of production art. But like, it's I imagine it's going to be Buck Wild. Which yeah. is like, which is like, wait a minute, Godzilla is. Big, like he should be bigger than an aircraft carrier. Yeah. So like yeah. I don't know how that's gonna. Happen. Yeah, it's it's weird because in Kong Skull Island, uh, King Kong, I feel like is small he compared is small, to Godzilla. He is small, but that's also because he's young. That's yeah, what, that's what they explicitly said. Yeah, that he's young, and then it like, and I think they like mentioned like there's a you know because uh, in King of the Monsters there's like you know that huge like time skip between that and this mm-hmm. like or not skip but like that time yeah. pass, and it's like. This he's gotten he's obviously gotten bigger. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited. It did get delayed though. I think it was originally supposed to come out in May, and I think it's not coming out until November now. Yeah, the, which is this was you know it's usually only good when movies or things uh, delayed because it can make it look better. Yeah, 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 especially for effects heaven. Yeah, effects heavy movies like this movie is going to be. Yeah, so yeah, next year's like the first year in a long time that like. I guess since 2015, where Star Wars isn't like, well, I mean, get, not coming up next year or so, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're like, there's not going to be a Star Wars next year, and frankly, I'm not mad about it. <laughs> yeah. I want more TV shows. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, give me more TV, but yeah. Uh, well, at least until 2022. That's when yeah. Yeah. The new Star Wars. I, I'm excited for Marvel movies, though. Star Wars Which I would prefer if they just, of course, like, it's not going to do it because Disney's going to Marvel Star Wars. Bring it closer. But just like it's going to, they're going to do, do like Star Wars every year. But you know, Star Wars should be a bit more special than that. So I wish they would do like ten years off and just focus on the TV shows. But that's not happening. Yeah, I, I might do, die. I don't want that. I do wonder if we'll ever get to the point with Star Wars, like if like if they do end up bringing like a Kevin Feige like person to like guide Star Wars and say, uh, yeah, I think we're at the point now where people want two Star Wars movies a year because that would seem crazy. Yeah. Uh, hold on a second. Is your mic on, Jonathan? Yeah. Okay. Just make sure. Just, just, <laughs> just make sure. Don't definitely like. I shouldn't have to remind anybody, but don't turn. Definitely don't turn it off because you guys are on the same uh, area. So if yeah. you turn it off, then they're both off. He shouldn't have to. Remind <laughs> <him>. <laughs> I love Wizzle's like someone okay. is. Wizzle's like is no, 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 no. I'm not mad. I'm just like I'm just like really scared. Like I'm I don't not know if mad. I, I'm disappointed. I'm like I don't know if I ever told them that. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, uh, uh for Marvel movies. Yeah, I, th- next year does seem like a kind. Con- kind of an off year for Marvel movies, but then we also get uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, so it kind of makes up we're for it. The yeah, we're, we're yeah. starting to get the Marvel TV shows next year. And then 2021, it's just like, I think we're getting like three shows in mm-hmm. fucking four movies. Yeah. So it's, it, you know, it needs a kind of a cool down year. <laughs> I'm weirdly yeah. really excited for Scarlet. Uh, not Black Scarlet, Widow. Black, Black Widow. Widow. Uh, it looks so, it reminds me of Metal Gear Solid 2 uh, with the uh, fucking oil rigs. I, the, Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, Big uh, show. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say. I, I at first I wasn't excited for it because, like, you know, like her story ended. But like with this, I'm like, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I love in the trailer where they're all falling out of the plane and like literally the soldiers are shooting the gun, falling out of the air and the like. She's like dodging the. Bl- it's, and she's it's, diving. Yeah. It's okay. so stupid, hokey. I'm really. I hope they go just full crazy shit with this movie yeah. like don't even make it like the other movies i don't even need good action just make it stupid like because like <laughs> black widow like is like not like everybody else who has like abilities or like special like technology or anything she's literally just it's literally just her and her skills and like this looks like to be like 
I hope it's like absolutely batshit crazy. Yeah, me too. Because also like that one scene where you have um, Taskmaster. Taskmaster and uh, Red, the Red Guardian about to fight. I really, I'm really excited yeah. for that. I'm really excited for David Harbour. Yeah, I really for like sure. Like I thought, I, I I thought in my mind like, oh, man, I wonder if he's gonna get like bulky for this. No, no, <laughs> it's literally it's like. You dumb stranger! Come on, and, and, and he's like, and she, when the character's like, "You're you got fat." <laughs> it's, it's good. It's, it's good. It's good. I'm really excited for it. Uh, are we ready? Oh no! Uh, there was a low key thing I am excited for. It's a horror movie called Antlers. Oh yeah, yeah I'm yeah. actually very. Is that coming out in January? No, it's coming out in April. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's okay. April. I'm super hyped for it. If it uh, it's based off a short story called The Quiet Boy. If anybody has the time to check it out, read it. It's terrifying. Well, he's quiet. So what's there to tell? And I'm actually Why is he quiet, bitch? Antlers is the one. Uh, oh, I got boogies. Uh, he just picked his nose. <laughs> <and he laughs> <ate it. laughs> oh my god! Now he's putting if, his if, hands if, in his butt. If you're, if you're on my side, right now, <laughs> yeah, his, his belly. Hanging out. <laughs> like, oh, <is laughs> it? no! Like his belly's hanging <laughs> out. His, his, short, his shorts are like. Oh god! Up. There's a big boogie on my face. <laughs> eat it! Eat it! I gotta go. No, uh, just put it in your, in your belly butt for later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's gonna go like behind the wall. He's just gonna go behind the wall and eat okay. it and come back. As he, as he goes to do that, uh, yeah, Antlers is a real is a really spooky, scary movie. Uh, I'm trying to wait for him because he's gonna say something, but he's going in the kitchen. You to know, do he something. picked his nose, so no, he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't even get to talk anymore. <laughs> he looked like such like a wreck sitting next to me. <laughs> like I was like like a wreck or erect. What did you say? A wreck. Oh. He said a wreck. I thought no. Well, I mean, it's, Cody. I, it's no, Cody. I pronounce so, my e's as a's. <laughs> I was just so confused. I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? I only look, I only look put together for for work. That's about it. Oh, that's fine. Um, what I was gonna say was, is there any A24 movies coming out next year? Oh, I'm sure because they pump at least like six. Yeah, there's just yeah. like four out a year or so. Yeah. But is there any that we know of yet? Uh, I I can look uh, that up and come back to you. Is is Little Women an A twenty four movie? Yeah, but it's not this. It's not next year. It's yeah, out now. 20, oh, something. really? Yeah. Is it playing at the Cobb? Yeah. Wait, uh, yeah, I believe it is. Wait, I, why I am I asking? I don't it, care about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I don't. Is it released now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah then. I, well, I, I think it may come out like Christmas Day or something. It but it comes out this Day. year. Uh, Oh man, gotta see Uncut Gems. Fuck. Oh, I need to see Adam Sandler. Oh my god, <sighs> going uh, crazy. Uh, apparently, uh, Uncut Gems is really good and may get Adam Sandler a Best Actor nomination. From I need what, to watch. From it. what I heard, it sounds like he deserves it. And also, the soundtrack from what I heard also is like similar to Akira. Like, okay, what? sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, like in terms of sound, it's like it's very like just it's good. It's really fucking. Man, good. Yeah, I really want to see on. Just imagine Gems. like Adam Sandler being like you know cyberpunk story, and like his best friend is like turning into a giant god monster. Whoa, a cure Canada, Tetsuo. Uh, my mama told me Tetsuo. That's Water Boy. <laughs> Okay. Were you mixing Waterboy with Akira? Yeah. Yes, that's okay. exactly. That was an abomination. <laughs> that's also because Adam Sandler's in Waterboy. Yeah. Oh, that, that's what happened with the live action Akira movie. They're gonna, they're gonna uh, make uh, Adam Sandler. Movie. Oh my god! I totally forgot they're making a live oh, action man. Akira movie. Fuck. And no, I, uh, I was talking with someone and they said that is officially dead. No, I don't think so because Taika's still directing it. Uh, no, like I mean, even like I think they just announced recently that 
it's just, oh, well. they're not doing it. Good oh. if that's true. <laughs> but, but what white boy would have gonna cast as uh, the main character? I don't. What and also well, well, what, when Taika was brought on, they said they were going to do an all Asian cast. I think. Yeah. Well, also what isn't wasn't Leonardo DiCaprio attached to that as like the yes. producer yes. or something? Yep. It was fucking weird. Yeah. Leonardo, well, like back in the day when they were planning on doing it, he was going to be Tetsuo. I think. I don't know. I, I know. I know. Leo was like really into it. Oh, back in like the nineties, whenever they're gonna do it, they're gonna do a live action that he was gonna be Tetsuo. <laughs> or that's fucking weird, man. <laughs> Just imagine. Hey, do you want to do motorcycle movie or boat movie? I guess I'll do boat movie. Hey, <laughs> he still did good. Yeah. Made a better choice. Yeah. Oh, Titanic's phenomenal. I won't hear any anything about that. Yeah. Uh, I think we're ready. Are we ready? Uh, best anime moments of the year. Uh, the first one, <laughs> surprise, is from JoJo. Yeah! Uh, fucking seven-page Muda, baby! <laughs> yeah, Giona versus Chocolata, a.k.a. the seven-page Muda. I, I still go back to watch that. It's so fucking good. It's really good. It's just literally Giorno, Golden Experience, just screaming Muda. And so like beating 30 seconds. Beating the shit out of Chocolata because the fucker deserves it. Because like, Chocolata's like, in a series that has like really crazy, over-the-top villain. Chocolata's... Easily one of the most depraved, so much so that the main bad guy is like, this guy is fucked up. Yeah, literally yeah. <laughs> literally the boss, the main antagonist is like, I don't like dealing with him. He's fucking weird. <laughs> but, the, but, the, but, the, but the gang has pushed me to the point, so I gotta unleash him and his his manservant. Seko. Fetish. Yep. Slave. Oh, that was that shit was weird, man. <laughs> oh, man. In a season full of weird shit, that, that, that definitely was a thing <laughs> in my mind that's like, that's a little weird. Because it's like it's like he's like a dog, but then at some point, Chocolata leaves a very emotional message where he's like, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. And then, it, it's supposed to be like an abusive relationship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Um, here's your sugar cubes or whatever they Also, Chocolata's uh, stand is Green Day, so fuck him. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think about that. Because, but like, just, just a moment or something, because like, it's this whole big uh, protracted experience getting up to the fighting Chocolata uh, in his helicopter... <laughs> and it's very sort of like tense and like and uh, like harrowing, but then like there's this, there's a moment where Jordan kind of has a breaking point, and like he sort of like everybody's sort of just been run down by Chocolata and his, and his uh, machinations, and like Jordan just goes ape shit and just unloads on Chocolata, and then like what makes it so like I guess significant is like Jordan's always been sort of like the level-headed one. And then when he starts saying Muda, which that's like the the like the, the action cry. It's the stand cry. His, his father, and so that just sort of shows like how over the edge he's gone. And even he's in his other uh, screen, Greed, which is WR Y Y Y Y Y at nauseum. So he just unloads, and it's like I was like I don't know. It feels like a minute, and just like beating this guy down to a to a pulp nonstop, and like it's. Hype is shit. Yeah, because it's like because Muda in Japanese means useless, and it's like one of the best stand cries in my opinion. Because it's just it's literally just him beating the shit out of somebody saying useless, 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 useless. It's so good. And it's like and like somebody is able to calculate because uh, whenever Jono hits a human, it causes their senses to go crazy. It essentially like slows down, slows them down. So they, but they also experience pain like ten ex- times worse. Ten times worse. Somebody was able to uh, calculate how how much pain he experienced. He experienced. Eight hours and fifty something minutes of pure fucking horrible, excruciating pain. In before, that short b- amount of time, before he fucking died. Yeah, which is insane. Um, 
but yeah, it was just crazy. And there was also another anime moment too, because in that in that anime uh, moment was when uh, when Chocolata is like pretending to play dead. He's like, "Ah, I got you. I tricked you, you fucking idiot!" And then his head explodes open with a fucking stag beetle, and it's like. I when you got shot in the head, I gave that bullet life energy and turned it into a stag beetle larvae that turned into a stag beetle. Yeah, it's like the very JoJo uh, trope of playing eighth dimensional chess yeah, it's like, at all times. Like I tricked you, but you tricked me, but I tricked you again. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and it's like it's fucking fantastic. I did the thing that you did not know because I did it off screen. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's like and it's like Chocolate is like like literally his head's open, brain is like spewing out blood, and he's like. I thought you wouldn't do anything. Like, I thought you would leave me alone. Like, I lied, you piece of shit. <laughs> and that's literally what he says. Like, I lied. You think a piece of shit like you would get off easy? Yeah. And then just proceeds to beat the shit out of him. Yeah, it, man, it's, it's so good. It's so good. Ah, muda, 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 muda. It's so fucking gruesome. It is. Yeah. It's really good. He gets also hit into a trash can and, and then gets crushed. Trash. Uh, trash. Trash, 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 trash. Does he say Arrivederci? That... No, that's Bruno. I know, but they have uh, Trish has one, Bruno has one, and Giorno also has one right there. Nah, he doesn't. Okay. So that's JoJo. Uh, <laughs> uh, have we talked about JoJo enough? <laughs> no, I don't think we have. Uh, the, next, we have the first Kappa transformation and battle from As Hard as On My episode one. This actually become ends up becoming a trope of like the majority of the series. Like it happens like once every episode yeah, almost. It like a, it's like their stop footage, but the first time you see the it, first time you see it, it's insanity. <laughs> You love it every time afterwards. Yeah, you love it every time afterwards. I, I watched the first two episodes and I loved it when I saw it for a second it, time. It's it's so good because like you get the because in the first episode you get like the full kappa transformation like and most other episodes they usually just split right yeah they're, they're kappas and like you get the song you get the battle like it's 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 I remember I think we all watched it together at least the majority of us watched the first episode together when that happened and we're, like I remember all of us in the room just being like what are we watching we were, we were going insane because I remember showing it. Cause I remember I watched it myself out there, heard y'all talk about it, and I told it to Jonathan. I got to see his reaction the whole time. He was just like, "What the fuck?" It, it's wild. It, it's it's good. It's when they tap their feet, I get fucking. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> they do their little feet like clap, clap, and you're like. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, just it, it's literally that that video of that kid. Like, yeah, nobody I, can see. It's me. so crazy though. But I know exactly what video you're talking but about. Be grow crowd, please. Sorry, different thing, different bit. <laughs> we'll talk about TikTok later. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the last thing on here is the end of Demon Slayer uh, episode 19, yep, which sure. uh, Patrick kind of touched on. No, it's not earlier. the end. Well, it, it's, it's the like, end of episode like 19. Yeah, it's the closing moments of the episode. And, uh, is, is that like that super hype shit that's really beautifully animated? Yeah, like fire and fucking shit. Okay. Because uh, with episode nineteen, that, that's sort of the, the climax of the sort of the spider mountain story arc, and that's when uh, the main character has his like his de- definitive stroke on the, the the main villain because <coughs> up to this point, like this is the most uh, aggressive and uh, powerful demon they fought, and Literally, he gets he gets beat down in every turn. Like his sword literally breaks during during the course of their fight. So all he has is just like his uh, his hilt and like a little bit of stuff of a blade. And he's and he's sort of like he's uh, getting ready to fight. And then like, but at the same time, so he has he has a water ability, which is kind of like what his sword is based off of. So like as he's fighting, he get his he's charging. He's getting his water sort of flowing. But then his sister, who's also a demon, 
is caught up in, a, in, in the, the the bad guy's web, and sort of like, but he and his sisters are very close. They have this sort of like this simultaneous emotional moment where like as he's rushing, they sort of like seeing each other, thinking about each other, and uh, the main character remembers his father was sort of like this this priest where he had, he had did like a cleansing dance through fire, and in that moment, the the, the water waves on the main character's blade turns into flames. And then at the same time, uh, his sister activates her her demon power for the first time. Mm. And then, and so it's just a simultaneous moment where like uh, the the, main, the bad guy's like caught in the flames of of uh, of, her, of her power because he has a spider web and the spider web traps around him. He's caught in the flames, and then he take then the main character takes his sword and cuts the uh, the main the spider demon's head off, and it's. And it's and a series that has like superlative anim- animation throughout the entirety of its run. This singular moment is just so awe-inspiring. It's, it's such a climactic moment, such an emotional moment of like not only their victory, but like the victory of these two siblings over like this long, treacherous journey. And in this one moment, it's such a powerful moment, and it's amazing to watch. Literally, it was such a big moment that. It was like a top trending moment thing on Twitter. Yeah, it trended yeah. worldwide yeah, on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. And, 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 it really, and it really cemented Demon Slayer as like, uh, as like, as not, not, because usually anime kind of sticks to like anime world. Yeah. People who are into anime kind of watch it. Mm-hmm. It actually went mainstream. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's my hero level right now. Yeah, I was about to say, Demon Slayer got up to like that my hero tier where, where my hero is now. Yeah. Yeah. So expect uh, that fun. It's interesting because now I don't know if people, like those people who are, I mean, it's really kind of pumping up that Japanese culture now because like I don't can't think of another uh, anime with that much exposure with Japanese culture besides Naruto? maybe Naruto. Yeah. But even Bleach? then it's not in like it's not on this level though. Naruto was no. like that's a kid's anime to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, well especially the first part of Naruto. Yeah. yeah so how he's crying to his dad. Jonathan, you have you seen that that clip of from De- Demon Slayer? Yes, I've seen that clip. Okay, good. Yeah, it's because like you you couldn't escape that gif being shared around. Yeah, everywhere. like the whole like the whole video clip and, and like it went it was so crazy because it, it went viral like the day that episode came out too, which is just crazy fast exposure. Like I feel like even with the like I, Mob kind of had a similar scene uh, this season where it was just like so incredibly animated and, mm, but yeah. it didn't even really go viral no like it didn't it, I mean it made its rounds yeah it like, made its rounds but it, it didn't like trend on Twitter no. like I feel like we haven't had anything anime related trend on Twitter out this year. since <laughs> which Shit. which is funny there was something that wasn't anime related but it was cartoon related that trended on Twitter and I can't say what it was oh yeah <laughs> uh, well, well I will say it, had, it was it was volleyball Volleyball. What? So it, it had something to do with Steven Universe, oh. and it was, oh. and then it was volleyball. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> uh, we we still gotta watch the movie and season future. I still, I still have to finish season four. Here we are. Um. Future. So Whoa. Uh, up next, food of the year. Uh, Patrick, I'm gonna let you read off that first one. I feel like that was kind of your creation. <laughs> So, that was what the f- <laughs> that was a group thing. I mean, it, it was, but I think Patrick was the first one on the episode. I just I listened to that episode recently. I think Patrick was the first one that I just love that laugh. It that. Yeah, okay, no, that's uh, we have a few things on the list, but this one is is a, is a very specific to us uh, as, as sort of like a food item because uh, Tanner and uh, Cody they weren't there for it. But this is starting back to earlier in the summer where we did our crazy fast food taste test. 
we had we tried because we tried the, the, the Cheeto uh, ch- uh, KFC sandwich and also the, the Cheeto chicken nuggets. And what gave the, the chicken nuggets their little spice was a was a was a, a culinary creation that can only that we decided to dub Cheeto slime. Yeah, bright ass orange goo that they drizzle that they dump these nuggets <laughs> in, yep. and it's just like. It, it it has a an intensity of flavor that human beings just aren't meant to feel. Or oh my god, I committed a crime. No, no, like everyone effect, in the group, it affected us. Like we're it. I've had I had the this before. I've had it. I licked the box. It's so good. <laughs> it's like our DNA had been altered. <laughs> I became a monster. I mean, I lick boxes all the time, but we're we're a bunch of goo men now. Goop. Yeah, <laughs> we just turned into radioactive goop. Yeah, but usually just... I usually just like dip my finger in the extra and just mm, mm, that's some good stuff. Okay, I actually ripped that fucking box open and was licking the inside of that box so I could eat the. Yeah, Cody. Cody will crap. send us messages like, "Hey, can you guys get me some Cheeto goo slime?" <laughs> He's like, "I can't. The elevator's broke. I, ha- I have to have some Cheeto, I need that Cheeto slime. Now. Man. Cheeto slime. Cheeto slime." Yeah, like, you paid Wenzel two hundred dollars for a box. <laughs> yeah, uh, I KFC. Mean, can you just release Cheeto slime? Just like put it like a drink. Put what if they drink what if they release it as like a sauce? Fuck. What, what if they just called it like Cheeto sauce? That would be so gross. Okay, but the thing but is, we should be like, hey, call it Cheeto slime. Give us money. Sure, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> we came up with it. Or just give us a lifetime supply of Cheeto slime. No, uh, I don't know if I want that. Well, I just, it, well, a lifetime supply would be a pretty short because you would die. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. it's a good deal. Look, it's two you, packets. You guys can have Cheeto slime. I want money from Cheeto slime. Uh, I don't know. The thing is, no one else wants it. <laughs> I don't know. Cody was paying me two hundred bucks for but, a box. Cody's Cody. He just had his hand in his pants. Yeah, I did. Also, I've seen Cody eat chicken nuggets and barbecue sauce like a bowl of cereal before. So, like, <laughs> that's the audience. The for thing is, y'all like, just don't understand the love I have for spoons. <laughs> I was gonna say the love for food because anytime Cody eats anything, it's very sensual. What? Yeah, I'm sucking on oh, this little Cody candy. Cody cut head. the burger with a knife and a fork. That's, but he, that's but a horny way to eat a burger. It right? is. <laughs> and did you see him lick the fucking blade? That it's horny as fuck. you getting hard on You're the one that said it was horny, my brother. Let me see your dick. <laughs> I don't think I licked the blade. Where are you getting this from? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wasn't even questioning it. I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. The, uh, just catch up on the knife, probably. The, the only reason it. why I said it was sensual is just because I remember this one time a year ago is when Cody was spreading sauce on a bun and he like did it like this, oh. <laughs> like a normal. <laughs> why do you wait? Oh wait, you're, you're just telling me you're just like when I cook, I do cook yeah. on a bun because I am yeah. passionate what, about what, what do you? What is this? Like just spreading go around in a circle? Spread, no, spreading with a fucking spoon, you animal. You, what are you going to spread a lot? No, it's just the way he did it. The way he did it. You think I am? Was he like touching his dick while he was rubbing? It's his uh, it, it's almost like I really like cooking. It's almost like well, no, you're eating a burger and you got the bur- you took the bun off the burger. That's not cooking. You're just putting sauce on a bun. Plus, it makes sense with like Cody. He, there's an episode way back where he's like lovingly and detailingly describing his 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 favorite sandwich, and it's really just. Chicken with mayonnaise. Oh yeah, it's just a chicken sandwich with mayonnaise. You can't. You can't say that I wasn't wrong. I love food, man. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with that, but I appreciate it. Is that what I'm saying? I appreciate. (laughs) He appreciates my my. (laughs) I I appreciate how horny you get when you. What other foods are on that list? Uh, uh, up next is the White Claw, which we still get. Now, now we need to know who did it. 
We're here now. We need to discuss. We need to know. I think it's Cody. I think I did too. I don't remember doing. It. I think <laughs> okay, I what it. we need to do? Each I of think us. Cody had drank a white claw. I was like, man, we got to talk about this. <laughs> each of us need to go into a separate room with the camera and be like, I think it was claw. Cody. Write names. Write the name of who we think it was. Put it in. I think thing. we all think it's Cody, so it doesn't matter. It, it's Cody. Oh my God! I want to drag this out, you dumb <laughs> bitch. <laughs> no, Jonathan, you have been here. For, you don't get a say. What? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. As soon as Wenzel said that, he started laughing because he's like, ah, that was me. That's the reason Wenzel started laughing because it was really me. It sounded really me. I was like, oh no, oh god, that sounds that's really bad. Now he's leaving. Can you bring some? What if he actually left? We gotta be quiet because the people in the hallway. It was funny though. Okay, he is actually. I completely locked the door too. He didn't wear any shoes. (laughs) He didn't wear any shoes. (laughs) He left his phone still here. His wallet's over there. You think he's gonna do a bit where he goes all the way down the elevator? I I think. I'm sorry, Jonathan. (laughs) Can somebody come get me? You know I appreciate you on this podcast. Uh, So yeah, White Claw was here. I guess just for the bit that it caused. Uh, up next we have. I, I, oh, I got more food, bitch. What? We still have food on the food. fucking list. Pull out Google Docs, idiot. You dumb fuck. <laughs> up next, we're talking about the Popeyes chicken sandwich. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we are. The spicy. It's good. Sandwich. That's thank it. For going through the line and getting all this one. Oh yes, yeah, thank that you. Oh, and I had to go to like two other Popeyes. See, I appreciate. It. So the so the thing I think we wanted we wanted to do a non-can file, but. The I think the weekend we had actually planned for it the first time was when the sandwiches disappeared, mm-hmm. and then the com- the demand for them was so crazy. They came back at the beginning of last month, November, right? Yeah, yeah. And the like demand was so crazy, we could never find a time where all six of us could eat it at the same time because it was so hard. Like there was Popeyes here that limited you could only buy two at a time. Yep. Uh, so. I'm just gonna go ahead and say the regular Popeyes chicken sandwich is fine. I think it's better than Chick Fil A's regular chicken uh, sandwich. I don't think it's as good as Wendy's spicy, but the Popeyes spicy chicken sandwich is immaculate. It's transcend. It's truly the best chicken sandwich I've ever eaten. Like a restaurant, homemade, fast food, anywhere. The spicy Popeyes chicken sandwich is the greatest thing I've ever eaten. And the only thing that makes it different. Is the spicy mayo? Is that spicy mayo on it? Yeah. But like the whole anatomy of the chicken sandwich, really, because the bun is just fluffy enough, but it's still toasted. So it's like it gives you a little bit of a bite, but not really. The chicken is perfectly cooked. The pickles are actually thick cut pickles. They're cut yeah. like bread and butter pickles, but they're still dill pickles. And they and get that little snappy crunch in there. Yeah, that and helps they to balance it out. Yeah, they crunch like fresh pickles, and then that spicy mayonnaise just brings everything together. And that's it. That's all you need. And it's really not that spicy. It, no, it, it's, it, not, it's not spicy. Yet. To me, it's like a comfortable level of spice. Yeah, it, I don't. It's not as spicy to me as the Wendy spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah, Wendy spicy chicken sandwich turns my asshole <laughs> into a fucking lava shoot. Okay, not mine, but the the Wendy spicy chicken sandwich is definitely I would consider hot. There, uh, where this uh, this is a very comfortable spot. You know, tell us tell us about your fecal stories. Um, <laughs> I don't laugh. No, it doesn't do what Cody does, but like, cause my asshole is immaculate, perfect, no burns. <laughs> yeah, that's no Tanner. Burns. Tanner's like, I have a golden asshole. You, you always know I come around. You, you know when I'm show it. Show us. Your I have a perfect asshole. <laughs> uh, Tanner picks her. It didn't happen. <laughs> if also, I get a group pic of your butthole, we're no longer friends. I'm not sending a picture of my butthole. If, 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 if I get a if I get a picture of your butthole, I respect. 
respect you more. <laughs> we, we make that our group. Are we, are our, we bullying Tanner? Our, our picture. Reach out to us on Twitter. Tell us what Let's put out a poll. Let's put out a poll. No, no, we got to keep it uh, confidential yeah. within the within our. Yeah, yeah don't tell anybody about what we just Eternal affairs. So yeah, that Popeye's chicken sandwich is. Incredible. I will say it is the best chicken sandwich I've ever had, but it is not life changing. Like everybody makes it. it, it that's kind of where you. That's kind of the thing is yeah. like, best chicken sandwich is really good, but it's not like the bar has been. I feel like the chicken sandwich bar has been like set now. Like I feel like we now have an official set. But my bar. thing is, I don't know how it could get better. Yeah. Mm, put fucking money in my wallet while I'm doing it. Oh, sure. <laughs> it's like if Popeyes wanted to sell me the sandwich and be like, and here's a ten dollar gift want, card. You want to know the truth? What I think a squeeze of lemon. No, just a little, squeeze, little of squeeze of lemon. Eh, I don't no. really like th- that with chicken. Now, if it was a cat, I mean, if we I talk think, about fish, what about I think a squeeze a lime. Okay, now Ooh. you're getting into like what about a, pol- a? <laughs> what about a, what about a squeeze of cum? <laughs> I do. Wenzel, get out of here! I'm sorry. I'm God, sorry. I don't know why. I was gonna do apple juice, but you uh, what? <laughs> well, that's grosser than what Wenzel said. Whoa! Oh my, oh my God! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> what the fuck? That's just it's like oh. a surfing turf. Um, I will. I will say that that's actually the only chicken sandwich that I'm willing to eat pickles with. Yeah, I do think it needs more pickles. I think three pickles. Not <laughs> didn't, they, didn't, didn't, didn't not want that. <laughs> literally double. Oh, hold on. I would literally go in there and just eat the I mean, pickles. And I don't even like. I like. I like pickles enough. But like, if if I could get like a side of pickles with like a fried chicken basket, I totally would. You literally have all the flavor essential components you need. You have the base. The base of the chicken, what? The meatiness, what? Oh, Popeye should start selling fried pickles. Get, get out of my head. <laughs> I was like, thinking about it, that. I'm like, they already fry everything. Just put the fucking pickles in there. Yeah, and they're uh, I was just, really I, I'm like, yeah. oh my God, I want fried pickles. They already Man. fry eyes. Popeye, give us money on top of the KFC money. Man, fried Please. pickles just, and that's something that no other fast food place does is fried pickles, but oh, oh my God. Oh, I'm going to be, ri- oh man. Okay, just go on. What? All right, next we got the return of the Wendy Spicy Chicken Nuggets. I uh, didn't actually get any I didn't, at I all. Didn't try any either. I, they're, I, they're, I still, they're still around, I think, because they're like a permanent menu item now. I, could I don't know what those are. Uh, I just wanted to put them. I, I, believe, I believe the year we first did this where the Banter Awards was actually a part of the main awards, that Wendy Spicy Chicken Nuggets actually won our food of the year. So I wanted to put their return on here and just say, I think they taste different. <laughs> I think they taste limey. Wouldn't know. Uh, compared to the first time they bought them back. But I'm glad they're back. I'm glad they're back. I really love Did you bring some for us? <laughs> oh, it's covered in It's mold. mashed potatoes. <laughs> Why? Oh, oh, Don't steal my stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, I just wanted uh, to put the return of uh, Wendy Spicy Chicken Nuggets on here. Mm. Yeah, and so the, much that added. And then the final thing is eggnog. Yeah, I put eggnog after uh, Patrick and Jonathan have really been rocking with eggnog. I always, <laughs> I've been drinking eggnog since September. <laughs> like I, <laughs> as soon as I could find it in a store, I did. I did find a new favorite brand of eggnog this year because I did. I used to drink only Briars eggnog, but the Southern Comfort eggnog. Oh fuck me! Is incredible. Oh. Is very thick. Uh huh. Is very good. Pat, how many cartons do we have? We ha- we can we go through because <clears throat> for 
Because we bought at least four cartons, and I know we used at least one up uh, very recently. But yet we have four cartons of eggnog. Because what started at least Jonathan and I on that eggnog kick was that we went on a big Christmas themed bar crawl a little while ago, and the, one of the first stops on because each each bar had a different like um, special thing special drink list, and they had like this eggnog with rum chata, and it was like this creamy like rum, and it was amazing like as one who's it was that very indifferent eggnog but the second i had that it's like it's fucked up. it's life changing. what what bar was it that had eggnog as their special uh downtown pub oh wow okay hmm. downtown Abbey. yeah and we were like what <laughs> we literally went up to the bartender what's in this and she was like oh yeah it's rum chata is it literally just like rum chata and cartoned eggnog yeah man and, and, and the, the bartender she's like put some eggnog like i mean not eggnog, nutmeg. Eggnog. nutmeg nutmeg yeah and then, just from then on, I've every chance I could get to try eggnog. I, I went to cookout. I've gotten their eggnog milkshake. Like, it's incredible. Of times. And then we had we, we just the other day we, we went out and bought four cartons. Big Jonathan, God bless you, bought that big old bottle of rum chata. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for like only thirty dollars. I was like, I I got a sweet ass deal. Oh man, I, I, <laughs> the tiny bottle was like twenty five dollars, and like oh. went to the right. And when I'm talking about like a big bottle, I'm talking about like. Yeah, I saw I saw a picture of it. It's a base. <laughs> it's about the size of the Xbox Series X. <laughs> Whatever that size is. Just looked at the context and like that. The, Dante and I and our, and our housemates like we had a very we, we had like a like a pre uh, pre game for like our big Christmas party. We just we had that done to ourselves. Yeah, and, and our goal was to drink all of it before everyone got there because fuck everybody. Else. Man, see, eggnog is like one of my big downfalls, especially like just cartoned eggnog because it's just all dairy but man it's 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 so good i've been telling y'all about eggnog for years it is incredible everybody needs to drink eggnog carton eggnog make your own eggnog my uncle makes an eggnog that's literally vanilla ice cream and nutmeg and rum and it's delicious Um, (laughs) that's not eggnog i know but still he calls it eggnog and so do i so i don't care nogging it up Yeah, but to me, it's always sounded so gross. I think getting into white Russians, I'm like, you know what? I, I can try this eggnog. And yeah. I did. And it and That's great. I, I've been making the poorer decisions in my life for the longest time. <laughs> Jonathan's been drinking eggnog since March. Uh, is anybody else got a food they want to touch on? Um, Ooh, uh, I liked uh, this one uh, Reese's Pieces I ate. <laughs> just, what color? Was it an orange one? Oh, orange. Yeah, of course. Oh, it was red. I just want to say straight up Korean food. Just Korean food in general. I'm not even going to say a specific food because Korean barbecue is fucking good. Love Korean barbecue. Korean food in general, just fucking good. It's America, we're sleeping. Yeah, we be sleeping. <laughs> we be oh. sleeping. Oh, man. Oh, there's a wing place we have here that has a Korean barbecue sauce. Oh, it's 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 Wingstop. Wingstop. E- either way, it was good as fuck. I got food poisoning from it, but it was still good. Did you get the fries or did you get the uh, the veggie sticks? I got fries. Okay, because the veggie sticks, I can see where they give you they could give you uh, the food poisoning because they just keep them in like water on a counter. It's like, but uh, but hey, Wingstop's voodoo fries. Immaculate. <laughs> their fries are weird. I love their fries. It's, it's like they got sugar on them or yeah. something. I know. I, I think they put brown sugar on them for real, <laughs> but they're delicious. I, I mean, they're they're pretty good. Uh, so is that is that it for food? Yep, I think so. Uh, up next, shows of the year. 
Uh, when's the one to let you read that first one? Because I know you've talked about it a lot this year. Uh, <laughs> I thought you had the list up. That's no, why I said sorry, it. my phone was turned off. It's uh, the boys. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, the boys. Uh, psh, never read the comics, but it's a show on Amazon based off some comics called The Boys. And uh, I was like, I, I was watching it. I was, or when I watched trailers for, it, I was like, oh, I'm kind of excited for it. You know, it seems kind of like it definitely seems low budget, but it's Amazon, so it's it's not like you know too bad in that. But I was like, oh, but it definitely seems like it has more flavor than the CW shows. And fuck me, it did because I knew I knew it was a different take on the superhero genre. And holy shit, it's a it's a different it's it's a it's very fucking insane dark but really good, good take. Uh, oh my god! I, as soon as that one guy flashed himself through that woman making her explode, I was in. Yeah. Uh, it was like, the first. This isn't this isn't a spoiler because it's the literally the premise of the show is that the main character Huey, uh, he has a girlfriend and they were walking and they're literally like like ha- half an inch. Off, I can't remember what was the measurement they use in the show, but it's like half an inch off the curb. That she wasn't even stepping into the street. She wasn't at even all. stepping in the street. Uh, one of the hero- heroes, part of like the big group, the seven, he uh literally runs right through her completely just destroys her she's like blood guts everywhere all over him like he's like the main guy he's still literally holding his girlfriend's hands, hands. that's all he has left of her uh this hero's named a train and whenever he's covered in blood and he just looks like, like i can't stop i can't stop and then he just runs away and the reason the fucking reason why he even fucking did that is so shit like it's like because it, it, like it like it makes you mad and it's, and it's supposed to because like it has these heroes where it'll be like, yeah, we're heroes. We always do good things. But this show is kind of like in a way it's supposed to be like, well, these heroes aren't as good as you think. They, they're kind of shitty and they're they're covering it up because this because they're all kind of like they're all under this corporation called the Vought Corporation. And they kind of like they, they fund they like, you know, media and stuff. And they also kind of hide all like the dark shit they do. And uh, as the fucking uh, as uh, Billy Butcher says. It's fucking diabolical. That is good because because he literally because he literally says like the shit that they get up to is diabolical and it is because the uh, can we get into spoiler territory? For yeah, this? No, I don't want to get too much into it. Thanks for saying that off mic. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I don't. I don't really want to spoil. Don't spoil too much. Uh, uh, fuck, I don't know then. Uh, to- Sort of talk to the. I haven't seen it yet, so this may be off base. But this just sounds like an edgier version of Watchmen. In, in the sense, I don't, of it like, can't get that edgy. Uh, I feel like Watchmen's edgier. No, Watchmen's Watchmen, edgier. Watchmen. Watchmen. Well, the things I've heard about the boys, no, like the boys is a lot edgier. No, the boys is edgier. Uh, the Watchmen is like. I don't want to say deeper, but it's like it's not pretend. It's, it's not pretentious well, either. This, this is, I think, the boys. My understanding, the boys is like this is like what happens whenever superheroes go bad, and like this is what happens whenever they just they they they're not they go unchecked. I guess. Yeah, that, yeah. And, that's what this and the Watchmen is, is more like, from my understanding, which I also haven't read or seen, is more about like society and things like that. Yeah. Well, well the, the the whole like premise, basically, the whole underlying idea of Watchmen is like. What if superheroes actually exist? Turns out the world would be shit. Yeah, yeah then, this, then is, this, this isn't that. And the, is, the boys is like, what if superheroes existed? But what if they're like everybody else, and then they have a lot of dark shit that they want to keep, you know, hidden? And like, yeah, I mean, that's, and like, that's and, and then, but then also like, what if they also go unchecked? 
and then like it just kind of like goes down a rabbit hole because like yeah. also one of the big things about the boys is like the the amount of gore and like in yeah. this it does not shy away from that and uh and then you have like you have especially like probably the big like i won't say too much about it but like the 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 big hero is Homelander. He's just a rip off of Superman. Well, well, the whole thing. Then with the boys, they're basically like a rip, or like well, a no, Bizarro no. Justice League. Well, I know what I'm trying to get into is like the Homelander. Like he's a shit person, but he's also like probably one of the most like tragic figures in the boys. And you find that out like through the comics, but also like in the show eventually. Um, I I don't know. I don't know what else to go into without giving too much spoilers. It's just, it's just, it's funny. Uh, it's very good. Uh, Some death scenes are real fucking good. Yeah, real fucking good. Really, just really batshit crazy show, and I think everybody should give it the chance. I think everyone here would like it. And uh, yeah, I, I like. I, it's been on my list to watch. I think so, and especially with the season two coming out, it's definitely like. Please watch it. I want more. I, I want. Think it's episode three, maybe. It, it gets. It just gets. It. It gets crazy. Yeah, it seems like something I'd really like. And uh, next item on the list is something which is like seen that was uh, Good Omens that came out back in May. Yeah. This is an adaptation of the Neil Gaiman book Good Omens, and it's what is was it six episodes? Yeah, it's short. It's, it's a short series. It's also on Amazon, and it was and it was so much fun to watch because it's about the story of these. Uh, it's an angel and a demon. An angel and a demon who sort of they, they sort of have their first meeting at you know, sort of the beginning of time, the Garden of Eden, and sort of like how basically. They they one like the demon does something good and the angel does something bad and sort of like the repercussions of that throughout history and sort of their their mutual sort of I guess relationship throughout history and then, then it, it's so it's yeah it's so like it's literally like because like in the, like like Pat said they the angel does something because they're in the Garden of Eden and this is when Adam and Eve are like cast out and uh, uh, one of the, the demon who tempted them his name is. Crawley at the time, but he changes it to Crowley later. He's like, he's like, dang, just throwing him out there like that. And Ziraphel, the angel, he's like, get away from me, like. But yeah, it's kind of shitty. And uh, and he's and Crowley's like, where's your sword? You had like a whole flaming sword, a whole little gimmick. And he's like, I, I gave it to them. And like, you gave them your sword? And he's like, yeah, you know, like to help them. And he's like. And Crowley's like, man, how crazy would it be if I did the good thing and you did the bad thing? And then he laughs and he's like, wait a minute. And it's like this whole thing where like you you I can't remember who does the voice, but uh, she essentially plays God. And it's like this whole thing where it's like God is definitely in control of everything. And it's like it's just funny because like you have the angels and the demons. These are like minor spoilers. I don't know if anybody wants to get into this. I know Colt doesn't because he's a little shit. I do. <sighs> fucking goddamn it. Okay. Anyway, read the fucking book. It's also uh, I have it. I haven't read it, but I. I want to. Um, I mean, it's Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. You can't go wrong. Yeah, um, Neil Gaiman is top tier. But it's like it's definitely it's just funny because like you have all the angels and demons like bickering and they're all like trying to follow the great plan and then it's like and it's like <laughs> and uh, and it's just like and like Pat said, it's like it's just basically like Aziraphale and Crowley and their friendship through literally human history. And then their little antics, and it's just so, it's so fun. Uh, it, it, it's like, it's, it feels like, even though it touches sort of, touches sort of like, you know, these things about religion and sort of like, you know, the end of the world, but like, just the, just the chemistry between David Tennant and, uh, I forget the main, forget the main <sighs> of the Fuck, uh, uh, 
Michael, is it Sheen? Michael Sheen. They have amazing chemistry and like they're they're just fantastic characters and just to sort of see how they play off each other because like Crowley, he's this demon. He kind of like knows he's kind of like kind of like sleazy, uh, laid back side, and like is both very like prim uptight. And he and he he's like it's a a very sort of failing attempt to and like he he does it's like I don't want anything to do with you. You're a demon, but then they be also he obviously they care deeply for each other and it's sort of like it just sort of like see the relationship as friends possibly more because it because it, they they definitely lay it on much thicker than they do in the book how like sort of like a sort of like a romantic tension between the two yeah and it's, it's a beautiful story and just a very fun story and what i love about plus there's the opening sequence i want to make mention of because it has a very unique art style. Yeah. If you ever ever seen a music video for uh, Monsters Men, Men, it's very reminiscent of that. And there's a lot of foreshadowing in the uh, in the, the oh, oh yeah, it's it's very folksy, very fun, uh, very playful. Um, yeah, it's just like at some point, like I I literally thought like. I want them to kiss because they seem like because they they just like they're just so good together. Yeah, you know it's like I like like out of <laughs> out of all the kisses I wanted this year, th- then wanted in the rise of the spoiler. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is he saying? Uh, this is the kiss I wanted because they're just they're just so like, there's just so much chemistry and it's so good and it's like you literally have two opposites mm-hmm. and it's just like they need to be together. It's it's very clear. With the show's presentation, that that there's something more than friendship there because they're they're obviously very close and there's definitely this you know very transparent sort of like romantic. And, and, and but it, even if it's not that, even if it is just a deep friendship of you know fr- friendship friendship of friends loving each other, that's still great because I I just love that in general. Like this this is what made the show like really stuck out to me was just that that dynamic and I, I loved it. I love this show. Is it uh, getting a season two? No. No, oh, it, 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 it tells its story. It tells, oh, okay. It, no, so it, it told like the entire story. It told the entire story. There was like, of course, like it didn't tell everything. Like, there's some like antics and stuff that are strictly in the book, but that's fine because it it told everything and it was fun. It was so. Great. So it's just like a straight up six episode miniseries. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Literally that. Very fun. Uh, I I put a show on here and like won't get too deep into it. Uh, Stranger Things season three. Uh, I really just wanted to put it because uh. I never thought something like Stranger Things could make me emotional, and maybe I could have put this and uh, made me emotional. But like, I felt things watching this season of Stranger Things that I've never have felt watching the prior two seasons. And man, I think David Harbour should win an Emmy for his <laughs> acting, like in uh, in the show because it's it's so good. He, I mean, he, him, and God, just Renona Ryder, just everybody in season three of Stranger Things, like really hitting their stride with the show, and it's just phenomenal all the way around. I just wanted to make mention of that. After a slight, slightly weaker season two, after a very impactful season one, yeah, season three really does a good job at showing the growth of the characters. That's good. And it really did in season, what the thing is though, season two was sort of felt like a middle episode anyways, like a middle. Yeah. Like if I, I want to say I read somewhere that they had like the, the story for seasons one and two planned out, but they, you know, they were only given like eight episodes for the first season. So they were like, okay, we're going to do like half this story. And so it's, like, Oh, then we can do these other, 
it feels like for me, late season two is not so much a retread in some ways, but it is very see like that that type of sequel that's very similar to the first one. Yeah, and, and I I really enjoyed season two. Like even mm-hmm. that one episode that everyone hated. Like I didn't. I mean, it wasn't Bitch. particularly good, but. I still enjoyed it. Yeah, no, it, like season two was really strong, but I, I, I think season three is actually better than season one, uh, and I, I thought it was just great. I like, I, I really thought Stranger Things had peaked with uh, season one, and like, I've, after watching season three, I've seen that's not the case, and I'm very excited for season four. I'm with you there. I like the season. This is my favorite of uh, Stranger Things. It's really good. Oh, uh, please don't spoil it. The final monster, really cool. Uh, He's a really cool monster, uh, and the fight is really beautiful. I don't want to know. There's a monster. That's scary. I love how you covered your ears when you had earbuds. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's. I'll I'll definitely get around. And the new character in season two, uh, the guy with the mullet. What's his name in the show? Uh, Uh, Billy. (laughs) Billy. Dickhead. Uh, he really shines the in the third season, and, and that, okay. I, thought, I, th- I thought it was very interesting how they took a lot of characters, not necessarily background characters, but characters that were like not on the sidelines either. They weren't the core kids. Mm-hmm. They took those characters, they put them for, up front, and they said these characters have just as much value as the main core. I wanted yeah. to fight, and the I kid. felt like season two did that to a lesser extent. Yeah, in yeah. A, lot of ways. yeah. There, a lot of characters introduced in season two get a lot of character development in season mm-hmm. three, where you're not mad at it. That's yeah, good. The interesting thing about that, it kind of reminded me of Orange of the New Black in a way, how they tend to mm-hmm. highlight each character, mm-hmm. and uh, I really, really enjoyed season yeah. two for that. I had a lot of fun with season three. That's good. Is season four going to be the final season? No, I think they got renewed for two more seasons. Yep. I don't know what the hell so, they're going to do. I don't know what they need. I, I, I do think at some point they got to wrap this. I, yeah, I, I think I definitely think it's going to have a definitive ending, but kind of like Orange is New Black, I think it's. I hope it doesn't, but I, I think it's going to end up going a couple could. seasons too right, long. Well, to one of space. the big issues with this show the is the kids are eventually going to get the old. The kids are eventually going to grow up, <laughs> yeah. and it's like. Oh, yeah, like everyone, like at least with it, no, you know, like the adult segment of that story mm. is nowhere near as interesting as the one with the kids. Yeah, I'm. What I'm actually hoping will happen uh, with this with them is that they will go. I w- they really need to end it next season. But if they were to not end it, if they were to end it next season, I would say hold off for like ten years and then bring it back. And like they would get a double nostalgia hit. I, I don't. I don't know. Like it, it definitely feels like it's. Something happens in season three that I definitely want to see what the hell is happening with that. But, like, it doesn't – I just – and the thing is, it's also into one of these loops where, like, they could theoretically make content for this show forever. But, like, it's going to lo- – because the thing that made season one so great is, like, everybody fell in love with the cast because the cast was so good and the kids were, like – super good and all cutesy and stuff but now they're like shitty teenagers and nobody gives a fuck yeah well and also too like um i think one of the things that really helped with the first season was <laughs> it was but it was really at that cusp before the real 80s nostalgia, nostalgia hit, hit yeah and now it's starting to get oversaturated so i mm. think people are starting to get sick of it yeah oh speaking of the kids from there oh, sorry look what i got okay fuck. okay keep uh, talking uh can you hear me water all I know is I felt very uncomfortable watching kids kiss. I don't know about anybody else, but I don't like it. Well, like, I, mean, I know, but I don't like the look at kids making out. Yeah. There, There is some, like, stuff in this season I wasn't a huge fan of. Not, I mean, whatever, but so we, just some. So, randomly at the place I work. 
we need you at a mic. We so randomly at the place I work, we got we got this. They guess I guess a promotional magazine for this. It's got fucking this big Fuck. ass magazine <laughs> and a full ass page of Finn Wolfhard looking like fucking John Lennon on the front. He, he does. He actually looks like he kind of looks like Winona Ryder. <laughs> he does. <laughs> also, can we just go ahead and say fucking great name? Finn? Finn Wolfhard? Yeah. I was going to say Winona Ryder. I like Winona. Oh, yeah, that's a good name, too. I kind of imagine, like, you have all these kids that are, like, you know, like these scrawny little teenagers. I kind of imagine, like, what are they going to turn into when they get grown? Macaulay Culkin. I was like, what's going to happen? Because uh, there's, there's, like, some child actors that look kind of wonky when they grow up fine, and then there's one that's like, oof. Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin is an angry video game nerd video, so he's doing okay. He's in Red Letter Media a lot. Yeah. Have you you seen Macaulay? Here's the interesting thing also about this magazine. Just a little tidbit. Uh, The reason why I wanted to bring it home wasn't for the giant fucking Finn Wolfhard. It was uh, for in the middle of this magazine. There is an interview with your two favorite ladies. The cork destroyers. What? <laughs> I'm not even fucking kidding. Oh, Do they fuck. have like a video of him in the magazine? Yeah, it has a video in the magazine. <laughs> yeah. You fucking. Like, they open it and it's like, cork destroyers. I personally. The robots. Really, I personally really enjoyed the large format of the magazine as well. That's cool. That was super interesting. Man, well. but like, <laughs> it's just big enough where it's like a pain in the ass. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's how tall the new Xbox is. Oh, Wait, seriously? <laughs> I don't know. No, but that's, that'd how, be... that's how big I imagine. That's a, yeah. yeah, that's about how tall like, I imagine it. Because that's like what over a foot long. I want to say I, I just think it's going to literally be a tower. Yeah, they have a lot of like a, like a yeah. It's going to have the eye of Mordor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colt, you want to touch on our next show? Do it. Uh, what's the hell's his next show? Do it. Do it. He, he has a gun. Leave. Oh fuck! <laughs> I think you should leave. I think you should leave. I think you all should leave. Oh, is that uh... get out? Are we still doing the Cody's bit? I don't know. <laughs> he distracted me for a second. Oh, he's looking for with fashion. Uh, I put. I think you should. I think you should leave. The actual name of this show is. I think you should leave. It is a fantastic sketch comedy show where the main man Tim Robinson, Robinson. is unleashed like a feral animal. Yeah. At a yeah. dumpster <laughs> behind an Arby's. It is <laughs> the funniest shit I've seen in a long, long Sorry. time. A long, long time. It, it's my favorite sketch it's comedy so show. It's so fucking funny. It's so I I got interested. It's so weird because this is like one of the few things I think at least me and Colt got into separately without one of yeah, the others. I've, I've been saying people to watch it, and you didn't say, "Oh, I've seen it." No, I That's didn't tell me. A I just never said it, <laughs> and uh, I, I saw because I saw a clip of it kind of go semi-viral on Twitter. It was the sketch where it's like, here with these stupid fat bitches just eating brunch or whatever. Swapping down pig shit with these stupid fat bitches. <laughs> it's so good. I was like, I have to watch a show. And I literally binged the whole thing in a day. Yeah. It's so where, easy. Where is it at? It's on Netflix. Netflix. And it's getting a new What is it called season? again? I think, I think you should leave. leave. Uh, it was funny because me and Cole got together because we had to watch the third season of 13 Reasons Why. Which was, we, we're not going to talk about it because it is a problematic show, but it's actually, it's okay. At, it's at the they season. gave me a 30-minute synopsis of the season, and it made me want to watch it because it sounds Shit. It's like it's crazy, but it's actually kind of good, which was really kind of makes me hate myself. But anyway, 
so but before we watched it we watched that lost my absolute fucking mind because there's a one skit where where tim robinson's character is at a magic show and he just he doesn't really get disrespected by the magician but fuck he found it for them ah don't throw that in my face fuck wow those are those oh are my big. god Nobody can see it, but there's uh, a wow. They are the cock destroyers. Yeah, what a what a artsy photo too. It really is. Can we pause and just look at this? <laughs> oh, these are actually kind of cool pictures. I do, I, yeah. I do say I I do enjoy the, the the how big the words are. It's not always like that. It's, they, it's such an artsy magazine. Yeah, man, yeah. I wish that's would... like probably seven hundred dollars a year. I like how Cody talks. Magazine. Normal voice, no mic. Yeah. Uh, Go fuck yourself. <laughs> back Caught, I destroyed. think you should leave. Uh, anyway, uh, guy's getting destroyed by magician. Not really. Goes back home to sleep with his, to sleep in bed with his wife, and just his wife is just ignoring him. And he tries to give her a hug. He's like, "I love you." Like, and she's just like, "I won't respect you, and neither will the children." <laughs> it's, it's a, very, it's you a just, very good show. You just stood up there and took it. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> And then, and, then it, and then it ends with him going to the magi- magician show and then attacking the magician. You ruined my life! Well, I'm going to go ahead and say one of my favorite bits in the show is the party one where these this couple was late to a party and uh, their excuse was, oh, there was a car crash. Uh, we got in a car crash. <laughs> it's like, but they couldn't have, they absolutely did not say that it was because the babysitter was late. Yeah. But, but like Tim Robbins' character was like, was like, I don't know if I could do this. I don't know if I could do this. It's like, well, we'll just make something up. It's like, oh, we got in a car crash. It was a hit and, and run. And, it was, and then he was like, it's a hit and run. <laughs> uh, oh, is he okay? Oh, no, no, we didn't check. It's okay. <laughs> it just escalates. And then finally, and then the guy, the, the, the guy heading the party was like, kept asking questions like if you don't uh, if you don't stop asking questions about the crash i will embarrass you he's like i will embarrass you he's like i will beat the crap out of you and he's like are you being serious like no no Wait, yes i will i will beat the crap out of you i will kill you <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> man it's so good i mean there there is uh singular sketches in that show that i hold on the same tier as i do like key and peel's best stuff it's yeah yeah oh yeah and uh, there's one more there's one more sketch just perfect it's one where uh it's steven ewan ewan uh Walking Dead actor. He mm-hmm. plays Glenn. Oh fuck! Uh, yeah. He ha- he's having a like a birthday party and he's getting gifts. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and and Tim Robbins' character's like, do you like the gift? He's like, yeah, I like it. And then he puts it away and he's opening another gift and he's like, well, uh, if you like the gift, can I have the receipt? <laughs> And he's like, why do you want the receipt? He's like, if you like the gift, then you won't return it, and I can have the receipt. So he gives him back the receipt, and he's like, can I eat the receipt? I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Can I eat the receipt? If you don't need this receipt, I'm going to eat it because you don't need it. <laughs> and, then, so and, then, and then it's like you think, oh, man, this is crazy, and everybody's like, just let him eat the receipt. Let him eat the goddamn receipt. <laughs> so he eats the receipt. And then his tummy hurts. <laughs> oh, oh, there's mud pie on this. There, there, if it was a normal receipt, it wouldn't have made me sick. Oh, God. It's like somebody who was, when wiping, didn't wash their hands and got some mud pie on their fingers. It's so good. <laughs> what the fuck? Dropping mud pies. This sounds 
right up my fucking alley. It is. It's it, it, amazing. You'll, you'll we may look. have to watch that sketch after we're done. I honestly want to watch the whole show again. Uh, yeah. It's fantastic. Uh, one more skit. Uh, opening up a door the wrong way. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Colt showed us. Yeah, all, all. he's open. He's like, no, it goes both ways, and he's just like, <laughs> and he rips the door off the hinges. <laughs> it's so good. Oh okay, that's it. That's all. I don't want to spoil any more sketches because it's absolutely. Wait, I got to know. It's not. Okay, it's, it's not an entire got, sketch, what? but it's just. Oh no, she's got a gun. <laughs> okay. Wait. Okay. Is season two coming out next year? I hope. So. I, 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 I think hope so. so. I think so. Uh, I don't know what's next. The Mandalorian. Okay. Yeah, up next is the Mandalorian, which is something. Uh, still, it, it's a shit show. I haven't watched the new. It's uh, an ongoing show, so obviously we can't get into like series spoilers. ending spoilers because it's still ongoing. B- baby Yoda, man. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. I love Baby Yoda. Babu Frick, too. Babu Frick. Bobu well, Frick. that's not. They so cute. <laughs> Babu Frick is cuter than your Baby Yoda. I would, uh, I, would, uh, I would drown fucking Baby Yoda. Fuck off. You've been saying that for the past two days. Yeah, but have you seen Babu Frick? He was like, I, woohoo! But have you seen <laughs> Baby Yoda? I wouldn't oh, hurt any yeah. of them. What no, the Baby Yoda. Fruit gummy. Here's my favorite Baby Yoda pose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 here's here's my favorite Baby Yoda. <laughs> this is my favorite <laughs> Baby Yoda. <laughs> ah, ah, this Walmart bag. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Here, here's my favorite Baby, baby Yoda bag. Here's my favorite. Oh, no. <laughs> Hold on. No. Here, nobody's getting this. Here, here, here's my favorite baby Yoda. Are these callbacks to... Yeah. 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 Here, here's my favorite baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> no one can see this. Who cares? <laughs> 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 if, if, you're, if you're a real Mandalorian fan, you would know what scene was all about. No spoilers. I haven't seen the past two episodes. I haven't no, seen the past episode. I, I, wanted, I haven't either. I We're not going to spoil anything I'll, just because it's ongoing. We're just doing baby Yoda bits. Here's another one. Oh, that's good. That was I got it. That's all the scene. Wait, here's another baby Yoda bit. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know what that was. <laughs> in the episode, the episode, the the heist episode. Oh, when it gets fucking dropped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that was my baby Yoda bit. Oh, so that would be hilarious if that also, fucking shattered. Cody uh, dropped a, a, like a candy jar to do that bit. I thought it was going to It was a, it, a glass a candy jar it's on a wood table. It's a thick bitch. Also, Why would you bang it on your head to show how thick it is? <laughs> oh. Also, to understand... You picking this up? You picking what I'm putting down? Ow, yes. stop. To understand the Walmart bag gift uh, uh, reference... Bit. Go listen to episode nine uh, podcast. Yeah, our, our Star Wars file. Go, episode go nine. watch our episode. You, you nine should Star Wars probably podcast. listen to that podcast. Instead oh, of oh. seeing that movie. No, another another. Actually, movie. no. You should. I I actually like Star Wars now. <laughs> I, I love that <laughs> movie. Me now. and Cody have have switched because the more I think about it, the more angry I. Get. But you know, I, I told Jonathan today there's a canonical part in Star Wars that happened in Fortnite, and he I thought he was gonna leave. Uh, <laughs> yeah, only for, in Fortnite. Um, I was uh, uh, when Cody said to think of it like an anime. I I have been. And I kind of like it too now. It's <laughs> weird. It's weird. Start thinking of it like an anime. I did when she said no spoilers. I have all of the Jedi in me. <laughs> I was like, uh, this is straight out of Dragon Ball Z. This is a spirit bomb. Oh, another uh, Baby Yoda bit. Oh, oh yeah. 
Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, eating the frog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we got to move on from these visual bits. Uh, uh, Colt, you have the last show. On oh the list. shit! What is it? Uh, Love, death, and robots. An absolute. Oh, that was a very good. Yeah, fantastic short uh, little series that they have. It's a bunch of it's different. An yeah, it's a bunch of different studios, a bunch of different animation people coming together to make a show. It's fantastic. There's so many. Amazing and beautiful uh, episodes of it. There's only like seven or eight. There's not that many, and they're all like under twenty minutes. Some are like five minutes. Mm-hmm. I forgot that was this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you God, this year was so long. If you love Delita, go give it a chance. I, I mm-hmm. I've only seen one episode. And it was the one of the uh, the three robots. That's a really good one. Lost my. Lost my fucking shit, especially when the fucking just uh, how Glados rip off robot was like pass the fucking ball. <laughs> like it was just, I don't know. Them playing basketball was a good shit. I, I really thought it was last year, but yeah, I guess that was mm-hmm. this year. Man, this year has been long. Yeah. Punisher season two came out this year. Oh my god, it did. Came out in February. Wait, what? Oh, fuck. My. I, the one I would add is kind of like with Tanner with the season thing, like what you have with I would, the Good Place. Just a season four of the Good Place. Oh yeah, the Good Place is a phenomenal show. I haven't seen season four, but I haven't either. I need to watch. That's it. my way of shoehorning in uh, the fact that that was the thing I was trying to remember when we did the best old thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, as well. I thought you hated the Good Place. I really like it. No, he he's been talking about how he likes it. Yeah, he's. It's literally more f- philosophy. It's. No, oh, I thought you were saying like I can't stand it. No. Uh, I swear <laughs> to God, I'm jumping dimensions. Yeah, yeah, you're like Damn. you're doing um, you're doing some crazy shit. So is that it for shows? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. I believe so, uh, up next is Lad's choice. First thing on here is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part we've Five. Heard. We've talked about yeah, it. We, we don't need to touch on it. No. Just know that was collectively one of our favorite things this year. Yeah. Uh, Wenzel and Cole. I I feel like we've also kind of we also on. we did, but Wenzel, let's do it anyways. Gundam, no Gunpla, Gunpla, Gunpla specifically. What's your favorite th- kit that we've seen this year? Let's just do that this year. Like you've built it or you haven't built it or I haven't I haven't built it, but I will. I mm, I'd have to give it the uh, Silver Bolt Suppressor. I I really appreciate its design. Uh, I d- I really do like it. Love it. Sexy, sexy kit. Mm. My favorite kit of the year uh, so far. Haven't built it yet either, but from what I can tell, the mechanics and the joints and whatnot, the Barbatos is going to be slick as hell because it's more actual parts instead of stickers. Thank God, please continue that. Really Mm -hmm. excited for the other Iron-Blooded Orphan series that they're releasing for the game that they released. Uh... Please just don't put that many stickers on it. That's that's my request. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I have a lot of all the kits that I had. Uh, okay, <laughs> I thought you were gonna puke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all the kits I have though, uh, I love all of how they look. So, thank you, Colt. Merry Christmas. Merry uh, Christmas. Colt, the last th- or the other thing on here you put so. Oh, fuck yeah. One of my favorite things I've gotten this year, one of my favorite things that I own, really, is the BB Pod that we got with the uh, Death Stranding Collector's Edition, because I love a little baby BB. Little baby. Little Lou. Lou. Don't want to get into story reasons why I love him, but he's also a baby. Yeah, he's also, yeah, baby. Oh, and my other old thing, Saga. Oh, yeah, Saga's amazing. Oh, fuck! Yeah, I... I, I, (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> what a reaction. I can't yeah. put that anywhere on this list because nothing new released, and I no, read it no. all. Well, you could have put on old thing. But I didn't read it this year. Yeah. I didn't do anything yeah, soccer related yeah, this true. year. That's true. Wait, they didn't release a single issue this nope. year. No, no, they, they're on a hiatus. Yeah. Uh, they, but they, but they said they said they'd be on a year hiatus. It's been over a year now. And yeah, it's been two years. Well, not it's not been. It'd be two years around August. May. No, it'd be two years around August. It's it's fucking too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you that because because how they leave off is like fuck, I, fuck, I, fuck, fuck. I'm still missing. I think two of the volumes to I need to read. Fuck. So can't get it. Definitely can't get into it then because yeah. it's it's fucking. <clears throat> Uh, the the last lad's choice that's written on the dock is uh, TikTok. On the clock. <laughs> uh, the Kesha song, not the app. No. Uh, I feel I feel like, and I don't know what this says about us as a group, but I feel like ninety five percent of our comedy comes from TikTok now. Like just privately, uh, <laughs> and like we'll occasionally reference a TikTok on the podcast, but it's mostly like just privately. Like I mean, it, we probably send. A hundred TikToks around a week, probably. It's insane. I probably and, send the most. Yeah, Cole yeah. definitely sends the most, uh, and then Cody sends the second most. I probably send the third most. And My Pat inbox is full. Cool. And Pat, Pat never sends anything. I'm, I'm on there intermittently. Yeah, you'll yeah. know when Pat's on TikTok because Pat all of a sudden will just start cackling. Yeah, and oh, yeah. nobody knows he's on TikTok, and then he just turns it around and. It's, <laughs> fucking food gummy or something <laughs> but it's it's also interesting because tiktok because it the dichotomy of tiktok has changed so much in the last 12 months where like you know, i feel like last year it was a lot of like people doing dances and like there was some funny stuff on there but this year it like really hit a peak of just like these really fucking funny people making tiktoks and and, uh, and it's like it keeps like it, it gets that peak and then it like it goes into space yeah no it's crazy and like trends on tiktok last about three days mm-hmm. and, oh like, yeah if you're not on tiktok for a month everything that you knew is it's changes yeah, yeah. it's 10 years old in tiktok years. yeah like i went like i think a week without checking tiktok uh earlier this year and like i got back on there and like there was memes people were calling old that I hadn't seen yet. It's like in a week. <laughs> it's like that scene in Interstellar whenever he's reading or watching all the video messages from his kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it is that twenty seven years have gone by or yeah. twenty one years. No, it's uh, it's wild. Yeah, and, and and like it just baffles me. People are like, <laughs> like you could you could look at like Vine and be like, oh yeah, I know exactly when this. Uh, uh, trend was going on. Yeah. With this, it's like, oh, this trend must have been happening. This, it's like, no, nope, yeah. it happened like last uh, hour. And the, I, yeah, <laughs> I remember when my name Jeff was the thing for like six months. Yeah, but what's crazy is that like a popular TikToker could do a trend that's like two weeks old, and it will like trend again yeah. for yeah. a few days. If that makes any sense. Like y'all remember this? It comes back, and and, and people are like, "Oh, the uh, Vine is better than TikTok." Like, no. And what's so crazy is people be like, oh, "I'm doing uh, such an old trend," and it's like hit or miss, which I feel like was hit or miss so, is a year over a year it, old. over a year old, but it was so prominent at like that begin of TikTok going from like musically to TikTok. It's crazy. That's you know what, like people are like I want to do this old trend. And it's like a year old. You know what TikTok rep- TikTok represents evolution and being able to get with the fucking time because vine didn't do that and that's why vine fucking died but you know what tiktok did it evolved and got stronger survival the fittest bitch <laughs> yeah my aunt had it on her phone and she didn't even know <laughs> yeah yeah 
Cody can back it up, but he's just sitting there. Yeah. He's just... <laughs> okay, here's a real question. Pat, who sends the best TikToks? Me, Colt, or Tanner? Think wisely. It has to be Colt. Patrick, just know whoever you answer, the other two will not be your friend anymore. I don't know if there's... Who you're willing to give up. The best. Colt sends, like, the most variety. Colt does send the biggest variety. But I feel like I get some of the strangest ones from Cody. I don't know if that's true. And then Tanner sends, like, the, that sends, sends the most, like... Generally appreciable ones. <laughs> yeah, thank you. He, good he, sends the, he sends the normie shit. He sends the normie shit. Ah, it's not all normie hey, shit. Hey, you like, like, I'm like over there sending like, uh, you know, the yeah, shit. That, Cody gets shit on his for you page. Just like has 12 likes and 80 views, and it's just this fucking surrealist shit that nobody <laughs> even knows what it is. He's I like, love this it. is good. I, I, can't even, I can't even remember what happened this year, but like, what kind of blew my mind is that. Tanner sent Tanner or Colt one probably Tanner Tanner sent me a TikTok of like some uh, kid playing with like Common Rider toys I'm like how the fuck did they did this that was me I literally sent that to Patrick and I said this is Patrick yeah. <laughs> that's it, was, it was good but yeah t- t- TikTok I feel like has just been like a really prominent part in our group this year so. I'm on it at least 30 minutes a day I probably I it's it's like my instead of reading Twitter at night now I just scroll through TikTok for about a half hour yeah same which I find to be much more relaxing and funnier <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it yeah. doesn't piss me off near as much oh <laughs> yeah so maybe try it if you're tired of Twitter just yeah. scroll through a TikTok Vine, uh, by the way fuck Vine yeah point. TikTok's way better than Vine I don't yeah and, anybody because I still I still have people who are like still like part of that Vine I'm just boomer. gonna quote they're, this over and over again yeah and it's like they're they're part of, they're pretty much boomers and it pisses me off it's like they're like oh I got t- uh, like I saw this on TikTok uh, yeah uh, TikTok uh. and like don't get me wrong the funny stuff from Vine's still funny but I think the funny stuff on TikTok's funnier than the funny stuff oh yeah Vine. and it like it will last at least a thousand years Vine <laughs> Vine will be dust. TikTok will be around long after And dead. like, <laughs> yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, so is that it? Yeah. Uh, and then our last little thing is our uh, favorite episodes of the podcast of 2019. So I guess we'll just kind of go around and talk about our favorite episodes. Uh, skip me. I don't have anything. <laughs> I don't remember anything. Um, I, I have two, could be because they're more recent. Yeah, go for it. Uh, but I really, really enjoyed the hot sauce one we did with Cannon, uh, Trey, and Mel. Oh, yeah. Oh, that one was that really was good. Really that fun. was really I fun. I was sad I wasn't there for that one. It was really fun. Cannon went madman. Him and Trey fucking mixed every single sauce, and it tasted pretty good, actually. Yeah, I, I'm just really glad uh, Trey talked more on there. I really appreciated that. Just with Trey, like, he definitely does more like in a different sort of environment. Yeah. He, he was on for the replacements, if you remember. And sort of like... There's, there's there's a lot of big personalities on the replacement, so he didn't get as much yeah. that that came through with uh, the hot sauce holiday edition. Yeah, I I just I really love that. And uh, the other episode that I'm uh, also it could be because it just happened, but really love the holiday uh, Star Wars. Yeah, and, and the uh, the Christmas movie one. Both of those are Both. the horniest will ever be, and will never be horny again. No, those are the peak of horniness. <laughs> you know, you, don't, that's a lie. Don't tell that lie. That's a lie. <laughs> Winslow was horny probably a minute into this. Yeah, maybe. Um. Some of my favorite things we've done this year, I've really enjoyed both without a recipes we've done this year. I, I find those to be really fun. We we did one for episode one hundred, and then we did one uh, in July for pizza. 
and I, those are just like really different and like I feel like that's people people don't normally do that in a audio medium uh, medium and I just thought that was a lot of fun uh, really different than what a lot and of that, people that pizza do. was still really good that, the <laughs> pizza was actually good. really good man uh, as always I've really enjoyed our uh, e3 shows I, that's some of the most fun I have on the podcast all year I really enjoyed anime. Uh, which was May was completely dedicated to anime. I thought that was really fun, and uh, I, also I'm just going to say Star Wars Files. I think was really cool. Yeah. Like we mm-hmm. we held with it and did a, a whole year of just Star Wars uh, podcast. I, I think that was really fun. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think it's been a great year for the podcast. Yeah, I, I think so too. I, and like we literally topped off like Star Wars our Star Wars fathers are finished like and that's I think that's great no more Star Wars ever again no nope. yeah nope. never nope. um uh, anybody uh, I think one of my favorite episodes this year just sort of I guess sort of like how it happened Pat you need to pull that mic closer is uh, when we did uh, the replacements too and I feel like that that was a, that was just a fun episode just cause like how, how well the episode went with like none of us there quote yeah how like just like six of our friends and just sort of how they they, they did their own show and we had just a big reaction to it and like and the people all the people in the show themselves they had a, a great time and they they really enjoyed themselves and just like and just from like a booking position booking position is it because we want to have our friends on the show and then like, be able to get six of them on the show and all having at the same time great because they're of course they're friends but like First time, all except for Justin, pretty much their first time, and uh, they it, it all went super well, and it was so much fun just to watch them have fun. Yeah. Also, I think it's very interesting that the last third of the year, that's like the second best performing episode we've released. Yeah, it almost, <laughs> it almost makes you want. People love that episode. It makes you think about us. Just a moment of silence for us. Cornbread and chicken. For, <clears throat> uh, another one for me was a this um, was a food question episode because it was mm-hmm. it was just me Cole. Winslow and Jonathan, and it, it to me that was just like a really fun, like laid back, you know, banter episode. Where we just talked about food, and it's like really fun conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that. it's like a, I guess a low stake episode. That was that was a lot of fun for me to do. And that one was a lot of. I mean, I listened to it, and it was a lot of fun to listen to. It's like yeah, you weren't there. All I yeah. gotta say, some of the shit Tanner sends that I said, I don't remember that. Y'all gotta pay me for some of the shit. I said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I <don't remember> <laughs> The thing is, it's so normal for us until you go back and listen. Like, in the moment of conversation, like, oh, yeah, that's Colt's funniness. But then, like, when you get to, like, you go back and listen, you're like, holy shit. Colt is the master of the one-liner. I don't know how he... <laughs> and I don't know when it happened, because yeah. it definitely was not there the first year of the podcast. <laughs> but since the beginning of 2018, it's just fucking zingers. <laughs> I, mean, this is good, very I, good I have zingers. to be careful when, when I'm at work listening to the podcast, because I can just, like, just die laughing and, and it's usually it nine times out of ten it's fucking cold yeah it's cold i don't know why he i don't know where he gets it from me <laughs> uh, everyone else thinks in the world thinks i'm funny except for you people so fuck off uh, i've got I, my i not to toot my own horn here but the, and also the first episode of last year my own cody's culinary quiz was my favorite episode of the year that was a, that was a really fun episode that was a really, really fun episode i'd really like to do it again but uh some shade being thrown we've been what? waiting on you well, where's um, it at? Yeah, where's it at? Right now at the end of the... I don't know if, I don't know if you, you know. Go in your kitchen. Go in your kitchen. Go in your kitchen, go in your kitchen right now. Get stuff. some fucking questions. I'll I, eat some powders. 
Let me oh. dominate this again. All right. So I've, I made my own sauerkraut. Okay, I don't want to do it. Let me tell you, that sauerkraut, weirdly enough, like the cabbage itself, when I first ate the cabbage and noticed it had a little weird taste to it, that weird taste has doubled in the sauerkraut. I haven't tried it yet. You so think I got two honking, nasty-ass jars of... <laughs> <laughs> sauerkraut in there that I don't know what to do with. <laughs> Burn them. I, 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 I don't want to throw away the jars, but I also don't want to be outside like... <laughs> trying to get a whole fucking noise when you try to when you try to get something out of a fucking jar. Like, I, I can imagine your face too. And, and then my fucking neighbor's like, "What the hell is he doing at the trash can?" I don't want to dump it out in here. God help us! At the stench that's come out of those jars. Throw it out no, the window. No, no. What? You, <laughs> it smells like. Cody a, lives on an eighth floor for reference. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's honestly, honest to God, smells like shitty garlicky fart. You know, you know, no. <laughs> in, in the food taste. You know, I was oh, with no, it before no, fart. No, <laughs> just burn it. That's what I was gonna say. Burn it. it. The taste smells like a used baby diaper. Why, Why would you, you know the taste? <laughs> You've been sucking diapers? No, I'm saying it's the, sm- been, uh, the smell <laughs> of a diaper, like a used baby diaper, is the flavor profile. Hey, I, I got a copy of Jedi Fallen Order. Hmm. Oh, That's a reference yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. What? <laughs> you customize your own lightsaber. Hey, <laughs> 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 hey, 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 hey. You son of a bitch. I'm in. <laughs> no, no, no. As the Mickle boys, the Mickleroy boys would say, that's that funny South Park humor. <laughs> oh my God. Stop. One last job. Jonathan, what's been some of your favorite episodes? <laughs> um, I really love like a lot of all the essential viewings we've done. It's really cool to get that off the ground. Uh, I also really love the Star Wars files, in particular the Revenge of the Sith one, mostly because the behind the scenes stuff. Like we were, because it was at uh, my and Pat's old apartment, and we were just we were on a roll. And then about like about an hour in, Wenzel's like, we ran out of memory. <laughs> we we, we talked for twenty minutes before he realized. That we were ran out of yeah, memory. Yeah, yeah, twenty minutes just gone. <laughs> and then it took what like like two weeks to meet back up yeah <laughs> but either way that, that was still probably my favorite out of the ones we did it was probably the one episode that we've ever had with that much technical difficulty yeah but there's a really funny bit in it where like where we explained the jump and the cut in that episode it's a good bit yeah what it, called, it was called they did that one too didn't wasn't it no it was Wendell because because Wenzel was talking when it cut out. And then it's like, cause there's a, cause the cut was like, Wenzel was saying something, we've been waiting, then it cuts off, and then he said, for, for 12 days. Because that's how long it was before the beginning. Yeah. It's, it's a great cut. Yeah. Like, it, 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 really good. Like, it, it, it's really good. Uh, just, did I do that? Yeah, yeah. You, yeah you did that. Yeah, well, because we had to record it. in your living room. Uh, I'm just going through these, and I was like, God, there's a lot of good ones. But uh, w- one that I... I went back to recently and just died laughing was the Sweets and Swims. Sweets and Swims I don't remember doesn't even that. seem like it was this year and it was in August. What I, even happened to that? Sweets and Swims is when candy. we ate all the candy and oh, just went good. on like a 30-minute sugar bender podcast. Okay. <laughs> yeah. it, it had the best cold open when uh, Tanner started the uh, shock jock bit. 
and it just went <laughs> around and got more and more crazy. Shot. Wait. Yeah, when I was a shot, I was like, "What's up, everybody? Is uh, uh, all you can hear podcast here? This is episode. Okay. I think it's like one twenty something. It's like episode one twenty something." And, and then okay. uh, it, it like culminates with Pat bringing up Candace, the farting porn star. Yeah. yeah. Woo! The farting yeah, porn yeah, star. Yeah, Candace. Candace. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Hey, Candace. What's up, everybody? Candace, why don't you fart in our... <laughs> fart in my mouth. Try to catch this cucumber with your cheeks. <laughs> please. Uh, please. 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 I forgot how off the fucking rails that episode was. That was probably the fucking wackiest episode that, we've made. That may be top five <laughs> most insane things we've ever recorded. Hey, hey, Cody. Please fart on my feet, man. Please fart on my feet. My toes. Is this a re- is this a returning bit? I don't know. It. Uh, yeah. Like oh that? yeah. Ooh. Oh, that stink. It's warm. Oh. oh, get that shit between oh, them toes. Oh, boop, them little piggies. Oh, the, oh, the, the piggies in the mud. Piggies in the mud. Little muddy little pigs. Here's, here's your coffee and Jedi Fallen Order. You can have it. Yeah, single player, baby. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> what are y'all talking about? I don't know. Except funny South Park humor. I don't know. I don't know. This, anybody else have any favorite episodes of this show? Yeah, I do. What? Um, I really I really did enjoy the Revenge of the Sith episode that we did, us talking, and then I I, I, I loved all of our central viewings. I'm glad we, we're doing that. I'm glad we're getting that up. You know, I hope we can keep making that better and stuff. I really, you know... I really love the thing, essential viewing, just because you know that was like first time leading it, did all right. Uh, love the thing, and uh, <laughs> I love our ho- our holiday special and uh, us making a Christmas movie, just because they're so fucking horny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, be prepared. They're pretty great. They're so fucking good. And I love that so much. Look at the well, new Animal Crossing Peach. Look how thick, oh, oh, dummy, <laughs> like dummy thick Peach. <laughs> Damn, Jesus! I just spit everywhere. Um, <laughs> Wenzel was unleashed in the, uh, those last two Christmas episodes. <laughs> oh no, that was me at fifty percent of my power. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! I've, uh, I've also I've really uh, liked that we've been able to get a lot of new people on the podcast this year. Uh, Jonathan's become a regular member at this point, but like Liz came on the podcast for the first time this year. We got Justin on a few more times. Lucas uh, came on a few times. We got Mel and Trey on finally. Cannon uh, has been on uh, quite a few episodes yeah. this year. So I'm uh, I'm really glad that we've been able to bring more people into our little circle. Yeah. Uh, so that's been really cool. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this new decade. I hope we can get like just as many people and even more. Yeah. For sure. Looking Don't at try you, to fucking one-up me. Godzilla. Make Bait Create was also really good. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Make yeah. Bait Creates this year have been a lot of fun. Uh, Make Bait Create 4, 2020. Jonathan's not going to have to park his first time on. Yeah, fuck her. Yeah. Dude, it Jonathan. It was stolen. It was stolen from me. <laughs> I'm saying Jonathan's like the hidden ninja cook. He's good. He's I am the king good. that will sit on top of the world. Man. Make like hell good uh, chicken biscuits at the house. Really Dude, fucking good. I dream about that, that one time we came to record the anime episode. Yeah. And I dream of that chicken and uh, biscuit. In that gravy, it's fucking good. Man. Even though the gravy was box, I don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah, it was just in the fucking yeah. pack. Uh, the gravy's really hard to make. But man, that chicken. Mm. It's not. Mm. The clue I'll teach you, bitch. Which episode? Wait, Clue. Oh, fuck. Yes. yes. That Clue was wild. awesome. That was so good. Uh, we gotta do another board game episode. Yeah. yeah. That, 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 def- that was so fun. All of our bits. Hey. Perp, perp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that was you, yeah. Um, there was something else too. Oh, this wasn't a pod. It, we did it. We recorded a podcast on this day, but like 
you know, this isn't we. Did, this isn't something we did for the podcast. When we all went and saw the lighthouse, that was great. Oh yeah, that was really fun. That was a fun we day. A lot of movies together this year. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. I kind of like it better than without these other two. The whoa! <laughs> Is that why you didn't like JoJo Rabbit? <laughs> well, maybe. Wait, you didn't like JoJo Rabbit? No, no I love JoJo Rabbit. He liked it more than me. I gave it five <laughs> fucking stars. Oh, fantastic! Uh, Fuck Nazis, man. Oh, what? That's and on, something else. <laughs> no one said that. Wenzel coming at it with a hot take. Uh, Cody's just looking at Cock Destroyer picks again. Is that uh, is that the 2019 Banter Awards? Do you have I believe favorite? so. Cody, read me a quote from the Cock Destroyers. Okay. Yeah, end yeah. this on a, on a Cock Destroyer quote. In October of 2018, despite having just wrapped a private gangbang for a paying clientele that included CEOs, doctors... And one police officer, the adult film stars Rebecca Moore and Sophie Anderson were already on to the next. The evening one was full, but we needed to recruit dicks for the morning, (laughs) Anderson remembers, so they took to Twitter. Hi guys, look at these lovely big tits, Moore says to the camera while rubbing her 34 g size breasts. (laughs) You know what we are? We're fucking cock destroyers, aren't we, babe? I think that's all of that quote we need. Thank you, cock destroyers. <laughs> thank you, cock destroyers. Thank you, thank cock you destroyers. Cock everybody, everybody, say thank you, cock. Thank you, cock destroyers. Yeah, thank you, Terry's like Pat. I'm gonna get fired thank for this. Cock destroyers. Oh. oh, thank you, cock destroyers. <laughs> oh, I like cock. Thank you, cock destroyers. I don't know what Jonathan was doing. <laughs> thank you, cock destroyers. Uh, gracias. Oh, oh. Now we'll get that one. Uh, well, thank you everybody for listening to the 2019 Banter Awards. As you know, on Monday, our 2019 AYCH Awards will be out where we name our top three anime of the year, top three games of the year, top three movies of the year, and our top ten songs of the year. So uh, be on that was gonna be real long. Yeah, yeah. yeah be long. This one that. wasn't as long as I thought. It was no, it wasn't. Yeah, this this went on. We're at two hours and fifty one minutes. Love, wow. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think this would be as long as last year's, and we're close to it. Um. Thank you. As always, you can check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Overcast, Spotify, all your favorite RSS feed catchers. We're there. All you can hear podcasts. Also, the Essential Viewing and Star Wars file and non-canon files all live on the one feed. Uh, you can check us out on Twitter at AYCH Podcast, Instagram, AYCH Podcast, twitch.tv slash all you can hear. We're on YouTube where all our Twitch VODs go. That's uh, all you can hear as well. And you can follow me, Tanner, on Twitter at Tanner1495. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for listening this year. It's been a great time. We hope to continue to please you and entertain you. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at John Lost His Name. Follow my art on Facebook at John Lost His Name. My name Colt Femia. Follow me on Twitter at ColtD00. Uh, Jonathan showed me a, a terrible picture. It is a very cursed image. It was Tim... Tim and M, Tim Allen, M and M. Have a good year. Merry Christmas. A happy New Year. Happy holidays. Ah, bye bye. Oh yeah, any holiday, whatever you celebrate, happy. What's that look for? I'm upset with what this magazine is telling me right now. You have now. rocks in your mouth. You just looked at him and you made rock noises. <laughs> um, Are they calling Seth Rogen? Seth Rogen is real into pottery. <laughs> <laughs> we can't uh, talk about this. We need to keep uh, plugging. Okay. Uh, my name is Jonathan. You can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd at John Odinson12. Um, Wenzel, thank you for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at Wenzelwilkin. You can follow my art Instagram at World of Wednesday. Uh Thank you for uh, being with us for this year and bantering with us. And I hope we can banter some more. 
He literally got into pottery because he wanted to make his own ashtrays for his weed. Okay. <laughs> to do your plug. But you know what? That Are those all he made? Yeah. Those are cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Anyways. If you want to know, just look up Seth Rogen weed. Uh, C-O-D-D-O-C-1-1. Do that on Instagram and Letterboxd. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Cock Destroyers. <laughs> Thank you, Cock Destroyers. <laughs> Thank you, Cock Destroyers. Thank you. Thank you I don't want to end this episode with this. Jesus. <laughs>